and welcome to a very special episode of the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. James Farley. Hello. And Ian Lee. Hello. It's like um, <laughs> University Challenge, but for people who aren't bright enough to go to university. That's very, I'm talking about myself. I'm being very, jo- I, I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah, Matt was the only one. That, wasn't Matt the only one that went to university out of all of us? Excuse me. Oh no, Sean, you did as well, right? Yeah, but don't ask me what my degree was in because we'll. <laughs> my mine was performing arts. I did go to a university. Someone made a very trolling video of me the other day, calling me a white supremacist and a coke addict. Okay. Um, all right. And, and, and you've um, <laughs> One of the points was one of the points was he went to university to studying to study performing arts, but before that, it was a polytechnic. that was the dig wow (laughs) right so why is this episode of the computer games very special well firstly it's live so if you're listening to on the podcast um this is a live show that we're doing on twitch we are going to be watching uh fun candy and talking over it um which is a documentary from the year 2000 that ian you hosted I did toast. Can I just go and close my curtains? They're they're <laughs> bleaching out the picture. Hang on a second. <laughs> I think he's worried because oh, me and Sean are in the dark. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> Terms of service, guy. That's us off air. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, guys. See it's just a little bit. This is not right. I mean, Ian, I. Oh, this is not I'm right. Just... I'm, I'm actually wearing trousers this time. Unbelievable! Oh, I thought like... that was well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thought that was the way you guys worked. <laughs> if, you to, if you want to know why that, if you're listening to the podcast, you want to know why that's so funny, you can go and check this episode out on YouTube um, probably very soon. Um, so go over to our YouTube channel. But we are going to watch Fun Candy. We're going to talk all over it. Ian, I've got a few questions before we get going. Um, so yes. this was the year 2000. Were you this? You were done with the 11 o'clock show at this point? Were you? I don't think the 11 o'clock show was done. We would have done the pilot run in 1998 that lasted for two weeks. And then we would have done a full 10 or 12 weeks in 1999. And maybe we'd started the, the kind of third series. But this was a time when if you'd been on Channel 4, they were throwing money at you to do documentaries. And around about just before this, I think Angus Deaton had done one called Looking for God or something. And they got me, James Bobin, who directed it, and a guy called Simon Wilson, who went on to be the head of comedy at BBC. Uh, they, we, they gave us a room uh, at Talkback and we spent like weeks trying to come up with stuff. The, the next, the next, the second on the list, the one that we kind of wanted to do before this was where I would go, what was it? I would go to everywhere. It was something to do with going to places in the Commonwealth or something and just, you know, laughing at how different cultures exist. That was the, the vibe. <laughs> but this, this was the one that, that, that we fell on because we were all big computer games fans. So, I mean, that's... That's pretty cool to get to go and do this, especially when computer games on TV back then, it was either, you know, treated like a game show for kids or or it was a serious look at how video games are infecting the children's minds. Like this felt kind of unique when I first because I saw it back in the day and I just thought this isn't like this is actually talking to the audience like they know about video games on some level. Like it's it's not like I'd seen um, them on TV before. 
I have only done three things in a 23 year career that I'm proud of. And this is one of them, although it's flawed, but this is one of them. And it was, it was, we did it as a straight documentary. Now the problem was, right, I hadn't been on telly that long and I'd never done a documentary. And I remember the first day of filming, I don't think it was this arcade, uh, but, but it was, this was very early on. And, you know, James Bobin is now a great director. He directed the Muppet movie and Dora, the Dora the Explorer movie and all these big stuff. And I just didn't know how to do like a present, like a documentary voice. I have my sarcastic voice <laughs> for the 11 o'clock show. And you see that kind of pop up in it when I play some of the people. I got a lot of flack for that. And I just kept doing it. And they just kept going, no, that's not it. That's not it. And he said, just imagine what a documentary sounds like. So for a lot of this... I'm talking very, very seriously <laughs> like this. I'm doing, and it's, it was, I didn't know how to do it. I, I, I missed that what day of college. What does sound like? I'll just do a new impression. <laughs> well, it, it was exactly that. And, and so you get in this, you get a combination of me doing my documentary voice and also being the idiot from the 11 o'clock show. And a kind of those bits are going to be a little bit cringy. I haven't seen this since it went out. I've seen bits of it. And we only, people say, oh, they should repeat it. They can't. We had, there's like loads of clips in there that we only licensed to, to use three times. So it could only be aired three times and then it, um, they couldn't, they couldn't ever show okay. it again. So, so we're breaking the law now. I was going to say, yeah, we're going to get done. I think it, wasn't it released on DVD at some point? Because no. when we were looking for clips yeah, of this, there was a DVD rip of it. Hooky version? No, I, as, far as, as far as, I've never seen it. No, it was, it didn't get a legit release. On ah. DVD. All right. Well, we will start the investigation shortly. Um, right. Should we, we'll should we get going? Should we you guys can ask me anything. Chat can ask me anything. You can take the piss out of bits. There are bits that are definitely worth taking the piss out of. I have no... I'm dreading looking at this. I hate watching myself. I hate watching myself in this era. Um, and please uh, notice the T-shirt. Because I remember you... I know you were talking about what I might be wearing. The T-shirt <laughs> yeah, is key. The in this so yeah, I don't there know are the like a number of little jokes that that take you by surprise in this that you've def definitely got to just See, look out for if you switch yeah. off for a moment you'll miss them this is what i'm looking forward to because I, I i saw it when it came out but i only remember a couple of little bits from it and i don't remember the the whole thing it's uh so yeah i i'm excited um yeah and for, obviously and feel free to just uh pause it and yes. whenever you come up with anything that you remember or say you want to tell us about mm. <laughs> should we get going i, was, I should just quickly oh, okay. say we've yes. had absolutely shit loads of subs and stuff it's been amazing um also peter Mulgy says i've not watched this since it aired i'm scared it won't hold up not as scared as ian i imagine you and me both, <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 is there a, i mean even the great like the, you know we we've watched a few episodes of games master haven't we on uh our talks mm. over series and you know that's so loved and you bring up mm. games master everyone says how much they love it or whatever but there is some controversial <laughs> stuff I'm like, trying, I'm, uh, controversial in what way well, I mean, the worst well, the worst bit was the bomb bit with Michael Jackson. I was going to say, yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah where they get they get Michael Jackson and Michael, uh, what's his what's his Macaulay name? Macaulay Culkin impersonators together. Culkin yeah, to come out. Um, and uh, and there was a lot of like sexist stuff as well, wasn't there? But wasn't there a bit where they were in Japan and, and he was sliding to look up a girl's skirt or something while she was? Yeah, on there was stage? a lot of that. Yeah, all of that, that sort of stuff yeah. but then you know i it's obviously it's 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 awful to look at now but then back then it just but showed still, you that still funny though comedy, right i'm joking <laughs> i can't i can't complain i did the 11 o'clock show geez you know i mean god some of that stuff on there is awful we had um 
one of the worst things, and even I disagree with this, is we had, uh, I'm not even going to say it, it was so bad. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's none of that in this. I think you're safe. I think you're safe. And certainly more safe than if you were going to other cultures around the world and laughing at them. I think that yeah. might have been a worse. I would have we were very respectful. We do go, we do meet some other cultures and we were very, very respectful. Cool. Okay, right, let's, let's get going. Matt, Video games everyone. have always been a part of my life, from playing Asteroids very badly at the Montem Sports Centre when I could barely reach the controls, to playing Elite on my BBC Model B with my friend Michael Hall after school. I've always loved them. There's that fucking voice! <laughs> yeah. Games. I've always loved been. them. Yeah, 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 this yeah. is going to be a nut. We're only 12 <laughs> seconds in already. I want to kill myself. See, see you're, you're thinking about that, but I'm thinking about how cool it is that you dropped Michael Hall's name yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> Matt does that all the time. Time on yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the time he's dropping the names of uh, people. Yeah, it was, a, yeah. It was a guy I used to um he used to go around uh, he used to go around his house and play Sam Fox strip poker on his spectrum and then turn it off <laughs> when his dad came upstairs. Yeah, if um, I was doing this, uh, there'd be probably more friends' names that I'd be dropping and playing games. It'd be like, well, actually, yeah, Martin Day. Yeah. Me and Martin Day did this, and should we talk on Mario? No, because me and Sean. Okay. <laughs> Do you know if they ever heard that? Did they ever hear you say that name on the documentary? A year. So where did video games come? Was that? I said, did it, Ian? Did, did, did they ever contact you and say, why did you say my name on the documentary? Uh, do you know what? He, I have been in touch with him every occasionally, and yes, he saw it and he thought he thought it was funny. He, he, That's he, brilliant. He got it. I, I did it. once when I did a TV show called Thumb Bandits that was awful, and I thought that's what you wanted to watch, and I was terrified. And I, I did say something very rude. In fact, I think I used, um, I think I might have used what is now considered to be a racial slur. It right. kind of was at the, um, uh, about a kid at school and um, Channel 4 got in touch and said, is that is that a real person? Um, we've had um, illegals on and we need to know if it's a real person. I went, no. Oh, you sure? No, it's not. And it was a real person and it was a really horrible thing to say. But oh, my God. Sit. Very different about it. We'll different. You should see what I say about you, David Turner. Oh, you do. Every <laughs> I, day. No, I do. I see it. I see it every day. Yeah. Uh, right, go on come from and how do they manage to take over the world how do we get to this from this <laughs> that's good are we gonna no, get done this probably. is good i've forgotten this look no well but that's i'll put an email cool. seconds after whose idea was this this is really good <laughs> Have you ever done this before? Like, did you have experience with uh, painting walls? I had never painted a wall before. This was fun because I got to paint this. Right now, if I turn the volume down on this, will it turn it down for everyone? Because I can't hear what you're saying. No, no, it's fine. Oh no, yeah, don't worry. Yeah. Oh right, okay. Exactly. What's going on? I had I had never painted the wall before. This is all James Bobin's idea, who was brilliant. I had no idea where this was, and yeah, we painted a wall. Let's play. Let's play. Enjoy. Enjoy it. little boy computers have been around for a good 20 years before anyone discovered what they'd really been put on the earth to do play games these prehistoric blips represent mankind's first attempts at creating computer games bouncing balls appear to have been popular with the programmers the world's first fully evolved game wouldn't appear until 
1961. Rock and roll! Yeah, elected its youngest ever president, John F. Kennedy, amid the swirling skirts of rock and roll, the hula hoop, and the chill of the Cold War. I don't remember any of this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember the chill of the Cold War. It's weird Did when we you taught things by your past self, isn't it? Dollars, even then. Yeah, Used by lab-coated university scientists and military boffins as expensive calculators. Yes, you got the web. I love that word. Very nineties word. However, in the autumn of 1961, when the Digital Equipment Corporation delivered this machine, its dinky PDP-1, they had high hopes that the eggheads at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology would come up with something revolutionary for it to do. One young man, Steve I had Russell. A great trouble remembering all these words because no audio. I had to learn these bits. It was a nightmare. This space war. Yes. In the early 60s, America was obsessed with space exploration. Computers were playing a vital role in the race to beat Russia to the moon. So it's hardly surprising that the world's very first computer game put university nerds at the thrusters of their very own spaceship. People didn't appreciate what maneuvering a spaceship in space is like. Were you here for these interviews? I was doing most of these interviews. I think I did most of these. I think I did most of these. Um, There's there's a thing that maybe one or two I didn't. That's Steve Russell, man. This, yeah. this honestly for me was the equivalent of saying, "Do you want to go and go and meet all of the Beatles?" Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Completely. And he was. I mean, he doesn't even look that old there. Mm. Everyone's probably dead by now. Who knows? <laughs> but um, we met him. We met him in America. I mean, you see, I think we go to we go to a big laboratory. I think, so I so. wanted to make it realistic. Space War was a two-player game. The aim was to destroy your opponent before he, and of course, it always was a he, destroyed you. <laughs> An idea which is no girls allowed. Or twice. <laughs> I spent most of my life playing no, video games. Them. I was about to play the man who's to blame for me not being a successful neurosurgeon. Okay, Steve, here we are by a PDP-1, which Space War was written on. We can't get it to work, but 38 years <laughs> later, we've got an emulator. Did they try? It to get oh, yeah, it to was work. the plan for that to <laughs> yeah, but work, or did you just it I think it did work at some point. Okay. <laughs> you play it so much, they're like, yeah, we can't actually get it to work for the documentary yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. We've I don't remember where this was. This was in the States somewhere. We went to Seattle and L.A. About ten years ago, I guess. Oh, really? I've I've never played it. I'm beating you 3-0. Right, there it is. Right. Jesus, I hate that. I got so much flack online for being dis... You wait till we meet the guy who did Space Invaders. I got so much flack for being disrespectful. And this it's just my one regret is that I'm an arsehole to these these absolute heroes because I was awful. But, but, yeah, but no, what, that was the funny. only thing that I'd say to that, right? And and like honestly, if you're that into games, like if you're creating games and you're that into it, then that isn't that the whole point. Mm. If you, especially if it's a two player game, it's that whole competitiveness. I, I mean, you're not being rude. You're not like not it's not trash talking like <laughs> Xbox Live. But it's, 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 I'm not banding the so N word around like Xbox no. Live. My God, <laughs> um, you're right. But if this, I didn't I, honestly, I didn't know what I was doing. And if I did it again, it, I wouldn't be doing. I wouldn't go for that slightly sarky tone. I'm a nicer guy now. No, okay, <laughs> not to me. You're not. No, I'm not, no, you're right. Maybe I'd be worse. Yeah. <laughs> I've been destroyed. Like, what, uh, joysticks or keyboard? Or? These switches. So 
Imagine that these four switches. Look at this. None of this equipment works. He could just be making all this up, couldn't he? <laughs> yeah. How would you know? <laughs> and you say that, but how and much would you want like a really panel like that on your desk? Going to just a map of you things. Like, it doesn't right need to work. Right yeah, I've got one pitch. Sorry, wrong with streams. Resting on a very hard surface or possibly on an angle. Yeah, exactly. It's quite uncomfortable. I bet someone's trying to complete Dark Souls on that. It turns out the PDP-1 could have special purpose hardware wired in attached it. somehow and mm. so one of the first things that happened was everybody made buttons <laughs> so they're like the first sort of joy pads that you get now yeah they, they were just four buttons all right you would prepare <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> trying to start a conversation well uh he, he didn't want any of your nonsense there no, no. he didn't <laughs> this is clearly after the, the, the free point, nil comment the point you're making was valid like yeah, and he just That's totally no, no, no. It's just four buttons. Yeah. <laughs> just, just you may not remember, but was that pre or post three nil drubbing of his own video? Game? That, might that was that, that was probably that would have been all the talky bits were probably pre, and then we would have finished and done and done the game. I think. Oh, oh right. So if any, yeah. So, so the Saki comment was warranted after he mugged you off there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so frequently, there was a thing taped onto the console or a loose container, there might be something in here. Going for the locker. Might yeah. be something yeah, in here, like he's not checking it every day. <laughs> Look how easily he opened that panel. Yeah, space yeah. War That's your, from your the uh, digital equipment users group. What a coincidence. This is what they Still waiting for that. Distributed with every, with oh, look, here's a magazine with me on the cover. It's just in <laughs> here. When, just just put that down there. Island cabinet. Yeah, sort of thing. A slightly higher premium. Yeah, it's slightly. When did you realise? Was there at some point in the 60s or 70s you went... What's nice about this is, if this was like a documentary now, we'd have gone by him three minutes ago. Yeah, You know, this is not the most exciting part of the story, but he's getting a good old crack at the whip. Not only that, we joke, but he genuinely looks happy that you're all there talking to him about Everyone was thrilled. Everyone was thrilled. back to pick up some stuff, and lo and behold, there were a couple guys playing pinball. Oh, and the defender guy. The defender guy was so grumpy. <laughs> the PDP one, and I said, "Oh, it's really Eugene Jarvis." I think it is. Because the first time I ever driven an automatic car, it was a bloody nightmare. And doing automatic left-hand drive, doing pieces to camera, it was awful, horrendous. And is that how to see you are actually driving? You're not on a trailer. I am driving. And it was terrifying. I wasn't allowed to... I got quite into it, but then I wasn't allowed to drive when we weren't filming. They said it was for insurance. I think it's because they thought I was shit. I do look yeah, like, like, when, like a cool When he first got that car, it didn't have a roof, Matt. It had a roof. <laughs> it went under a bridge. Now, we know that Nolan is problematic. Yes. We do. It was... Uh, this was in England, I think, actually. I remember we did this. when yeah. we wanted to put in such things as health coverage. Uh, health it says health. Can't, is that yeah, a bus I can't himself? Stop at the, <laughs> the behind. I seem to remember that uh, being in like a. It was, was like I don't know where that was. It was in London. That's not his bust. That's a shame. I mean, he uh, well, he's problematic, and there's no but. He's, 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 he's problematic. He happened to have spent his university holidays working in a pinball arcade. He realised if you put a video screen in a wooden box, you could make a video game. 
1971, he knocked up the world's I mean, first... Sows this advert, cabinet, look. His, <laughs> I mean, that's... Uh... Quite frankly, it was a little bit ahead of its time. Uh, the public wasn't quite ready for it. All my friends liked it. All my friends were engineers. Engineers right, may show have liked off. it, but most of the... <laughs> <laughs> All my mates liked it, but they're fucking nerds, aren't they? So, looks, computer space is fatal flaw. She must be tiny, because that's not that big. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of those miniature consoles. I always humanise it as well. Like, she's obviously turned up for a modelling job or whatever, and they've gone, right, stand next to that. Next to what? I don't think she's next to it. I think what is it? It doesn't matter. Just, oh, is it a pho Photoshop? <laughs> well, no, not back in those days. Take all this been cut around it. Good point. Yeah. What's Atari what, really someone literally game to get them started? This is before I started using pomade in my hair. <laughs> Didn't know what I was doing with my hair, so it's very pre-product days. Yeah. You're just walking in the road now. Did they literally just take the car off you? Oh, Jesus, we did have to walk in the road. I remember that. We had to keep stopping because it was a road. I'll, I'll say this, yeah. right? Some of the shots some of the shots to camera in this are yeah. absolutely fascinating. Like, I do... I, because I'll they're weird. one... I'll point out one that completely blew my mind when I saw it because it makes no sense to me, and I don't think you'll ever see it in a okay. documentary these days. But okay. it, it, they're crazy. The, rules, the guy that directed the Muppet movie. Okay, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, David? Pong had already been copyrighted, so Bushnell settled for a title taken from the sound. Weirdly really close shot. shot. Ball hit the paddle. Incredible. Stop. <laughs> I fucking hate Pong. No, yeah, yeah, it's not. not. Backing, so use every trick it. in the book to get out. It isn't good. I mean, I know his historical significance. No one asked me to. He was the nicest man in the world, Al Alcorn. <laughs> Al Alcorn. <laughs> Al Alcorn was lovely. Look where we go in a second. Which uh, uh, I believed. And described this game with the. With, he described. He was really surprised that we were making a film that he was going to be in. He didn't and, get it. He didn't uh, get why this was so important. Uh, to meet the consumer requirements. Why? Why? What? What was he asking? He just. He just. He was. He just kept saying, "I can't believe that you want to interview me about video games." Well, I don't know. He was thrilled. Wow. This is his garage. He's got, he's lived on this really big hill. There's a giant hamburger there. Uh, let's um, see. This is oh math question. This is uh, 28 years old. Wow. There's a picture of an. What is ladies. that in the background? Yeah. That's what yeah. Is in the background. Making out. Superman pinball. No, what is that? It's not, it, that. not yeah, the Superman. Superman. Yeah, the other one. The picture. Mm. This is one of them dancing. throttling the other. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Superman pinball and two ladies throttling each other pinball. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> first. I'm so happy you're doing a documentary about me. Is it? Is it about the fetishes about old women attacking each other? Or <laughs> no, video games. Video, video games. Video games. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get the pong out. <laughs> oh, get the pong out. It looks incredible. Thank you. Does this? I mean, does this one still work? Uh, I think it does. I hope so. He. he I, mean, no, I think it does. Yeah. All night. I bring better bloody work. These are the best bits, aren't they? Just I had a thumb around with them. There you go. Atari at home. It's. I hope she wasn't that good. There's a common point where you sort of wished it wasn't working. Yeah, it, 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 it pong did play a lot of pong. I'm not a fan of it. You've beaten me again. Whose idea was it to have these really simple instructions? Because that's basically it. Isn't well, it? I wrote the instructions, and it was basically no one told me that the video game had to have instructions. And I argued with him. I said, if you have to have instructions, then the game's no good. If you have to read the instructions mm -hmm. and play the games. But he prevailed. He insisted. So I thought three would be a good number of instructions. Right, no one. The t-shirt the guys. 
Oh, sorry. I yeah. haven't. I can't read it. What? What's it say? Oh, ten, it's uh, it's basic, isn't it? C sixty four. Ten print. Ian basic. is skill. Twenty go to ten. Yes, oh, that's, that's great. Sorry, it's like it's spawned an AP over here, so it's really hard to read. <laughs> and it's got oh, the little cursor at the bottom. That's Spectrum font. Oh, is it oh, Spectrum? Right. Oh, I thought it was C sixty. Well, we're, we're enemies now. Sorry. Okay. Did, did, you, did, you, did, you ask, did you ask who the person was in the background running in the shot? <laughs> yeah. Wandering around in the background. Gosh, look at that. What is that? Oh, God, look. Yeah, there they are. Wandering <laughs> around. Oh, 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 no, we're going to risk a rewind. So I've done it. There we go. That's Simon Wilson. We should have gone full Christian Bale. You want your money. Yeah. It's true. Avoid missing ball for high score. That should be my epitaph. His shots. Yeah, he's loving the shorts. Sure. See, James, this is the man you could be. All right. Yeah. There's no weight. I, I, yeah, I don't wear shorts. This is cool looking in here because I, you know, I kind of expected it to be a technological marvel. Mm. And it is, um, I mean, and this was cool as well. This is like Paul McCartney showing me his Hofner bass or something. Yeah. It's always weird when you look inside arcade units and you expect them to be like all, you know, flashy and all, and it is literally just bits of wood propping up. It's like a speaker. Try or something. Yeah. in the bottom to capture the Still alive after 28 years. I bought a consumer TV and a transformer. There's nothing in it. And there's in disguise. Yeah. There's a uh, the computer board is here, the logic board with 76 ICs. I believe this one is Optimus Prime. Is, uh, <laughs> Optimus, Optimus Pong. Sure. <laughs> sure. Oh, that's so the I bit where the money goes in. Yeah. yeah, little tray. Yeah, I mean, it was cheap and available, and, uh, yeah. That is incredible. This is... So a little security, but the nice part, and I found out later... You've gone. You've gone. You don't even know you're being filmed at the moment. I, <laughs> I am pleasuring him to say that. For me, it was fun when I was... I hadn't noticed that burger before. I think I've worked out that he does art, and he's just trying to get as much of his pieces in shots. No, he worked in, he worked in Burger King. <laughs> he must have made <laughs> look, that's, his, that's his garage or garage. Look at the size of that thing. I love stuff like this. Numerous copies. Worldwide. This was the British version. You can move up and down. That's my tennis racket, is right. it? Yes. I have a similar control. I love yes. these old BBC and clips of games. So, it's so funny, isn't it? Like they can only talk about it in terms of it being analogous to tennis. No, no, I have, 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 have like, oh, that's my racket. And it's like, You're yeah, yeah. Right. I guess. 30, love. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that's a racket. No, sure. I'm absolutely duff at it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> She's duff at it. Wicked. She's duff at it. No, there we go. Look, I'm driving. Oh, no, I'm not here. Oh, this was amazing. This oh, is driving around where Atari was. <laughs> this was cool. They wouldn't let me drive him. Is this building here? No, 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 no. That is funny. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, it's quite mad. You've, since that guess. first shot, they've not let you drive since. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> this is driving you. It's kind of a small... Oh yeah. Place. Well, once he got going, we busted the wall and moved in next door, and uh, then we then when we got too big, within like four months, we were over in the Martin Boulevard. He's area. so excited that you're there, isn't he? He was thrilled, absolutely thrilled. I don't think anyone had interviewed him for years. Yeah, you could tell. Oh, the who? Oh, oh great! We're definitely, definitely getting pulled from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. in Al's bread tin, it went on to become the Microsoft of the 1970s. Well, we'd have the Who clan in this. This isn't really any And in 1977, connection. Warner Brothers bought Nolan Bushnell. After Bodger went on licensing these tracks. I think it did. <laughs> cost them some the stock footage cost a fortune. That was, that was the thing. Really? When did Nolan leave Atari? Oh, it was a bit of a late break there. 
Uh, after Warner bought it, I think he did. I don't know if it's in here. He did talk to me about how they all just got really high all the time. I don't know if we left. How much money did you get? Oh, we've heard. We've heard stories like that. They've been in. Um, yeah, I've read books about how they used to get stoned all the time. Yes. Me personally, I had 10% of the company, but Warner was very clever. They didn't want to give us all the money. We were all, there was nobody in the company over 30 years old. Yeah. And they were, in those days, that was a vast sum of money. Mm. And they thought we would uh, just go off to the beach and never come back. So they doled the money out in little bits oh, to really? us to keep us uh, because we thought we were, we were so immature. And we did. I was proud of my, our very immaturity. Uh, and so that actually helped. <laughs> I was proud of it. No, they were absolutely right. We would have just spun it all out the wall. <laughs> no, no, no. Gone to the beach, David. Gone to the beach. Yeah. This is it, right? Okay, so this is one of them. I, I think it might be the net one after this. But the whole talking to camera section is done in this car park. Uh, it's, it's later on. It's later on. Yeah, we should move to Japan. That was pretty impressive, to be fair. <laughs> In the mid 1970s, this is the first time I've ever been far too busy playing pachinko to be bothered with the the coolest, the coolest thing. I loved it. I've never been. Has anyone else been here? I love. I've been here, but I've been Japan. I've been to Japan. Yeah. You said when you when I sent you that video, you were like, "It's the first time you've ever seen me looking happy." Yeah. Oh God, we've got these great photos that James won't let us put on the internet of him standing in places in Japan with the with the weirdest thing I've ever seen. James smiling oh. like I've never seen him. I do doesn't do it often, it's, and he's uh, like, "What? What was the one? Weren't you standing next to Woody?" In... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was that was in China. That was in uh, that was in. Oh, that was in China. Yeah. I think you're getting the words mixed up. Where Woody was involved. It was there. the same trip. It was. Yeah. The well, same it was. Trip. It was the same trip. That, that is to be fair. Yeah. Japan is amazing. This, I've been a couple of times, three times maybe, and the the last time I went with my uh, when I proposed to my now ex wife. There's a whole story for you. We we got the flight and we landed and we got to the hotel and then we got a cab and we went to the big computer game show that they have over there. I can't remember what it is. Computer game show. Computer game show. Is that, is that <laughs> yeah, it's us. It was yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went and Ray No, they have, you have a big, massive show. And we went, and we'd been on like a plane for 20 hours. I think we had to stop somewhere. And we were like out of our off our faces just with jet lag. And it was this, you know, this thing. And I, I remember someone recognized me. The guy running the Avatar game stall recognized me and made me play the Avatar game oh, for yeah, like 20 minutes. And one. it was shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like tripping because I was so tired. And I did, but I couldn't. Say okay, I'm going to go now because your game isn't very. I had to play Avatar. No, yeah, no. I remember we played that demo, didn't we? Uh, EGX match, remember? And it was. I remember getting hold of the controller and just going, "I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Not like <laughs> I don't even know what I'm supposed to do." That was terrible. A game that seemed to have addicted an entire nation. Pachinko involved some ball bearings dropping and you turning a thing. Or something like that. They love pachinko. They still love pachinko. It's crazy yeah, to watch. These people it's just broken. have like boxes of, of yeah. all bearings piled up. It's better than the fucking slot machine things we've got over it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. My kids love that. Compared to this, yeah. Or as more commonly known, space invaders. If you say little windy pops there, if you notice. asked, did the t-shirt get washed between the states and Japan? We had. Stunt t-shirts. I think we had five or six. We had a load of them. Cool. We had a load of the t-shirts that we could wash. Yeah. So, <laughs> Did you try and the, sell the, them at any point? No. Um, one of the guests coming up um, was desperate to get one, and we like, no, you can't have it. But um, <laughs> no, I should. I didn't got any. I, I kept a couple for ages. I lost them now. 
Oh, you got to give Scott a call. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get them up. Space Invaders took Japan by storm. It combined the space theme of Western arcade games with a classic plot from Japanese creature feature B-movies. Overnight, Japan came to a standstill, or rather a sit-still. The only time anyone in Tokyo stood up was to hit the dance floor when the cash-in single Disco Invader was playing on the jukebox. Yes, man. <laughs> yes, look at that. Look nice. at that. <laughs> there we go. Space was a great balanced game between risk and reward. I mean, in order to shoot the uh, uh, the aliens, you had to move out behind, <laughs> from behind the bunkers because they were dropping stuff on you. And so you, it was this constant hit or be hit. Oh, this is nice, how we give the credits for each. Look, it, there he is, man. From an American game called Breakout. But whereas in Breakout... It was oh, and it's good that we've got a Japanese person doing the voiceover. We were ahead of the game here, guys. We really were. game. Invader's success was due to several new ideas which would set the benchmark for all future video games, such as the um, concept of a high school, Different country. the Still idea the of progress in destroying successive <laughs> ways. Invaders was the first video game to feature fully animated characters. The invaders seemed real. People could believe right. that now if you notice on my chest, right, mm -hmm. there's like a little kind of you can see a little bump under there. That's the microphone. Mic. Right? Yeah. And that microphone, um, they had to, uh, they didn't want it to see. Look at my collarbones. They didn't want you to see it. So they was stuck to my chest with like gaffer tape, right? Mm. Yeah. And I, I, I got slightly hairy chest. And the Japanese film crew that we had, we had pickup crew everywhere we went. They were pissing themselves with laughter every time I had to lift it up and rip it off. Because they didn't have hairy, these guys didn't have hairy chest. So they yeah, yeah, yeah. And they thought it was the funniest thing. I'd go... <laughs> That's um yeah. Am I talk how because I could do this until like one o'clock in the morning. Should I I should shut up. Let's shut no, up. No, no, I mean we would like to throw it away. This is, more. this is really good. Okay. We want to hear as much as we possibly can. <laughs> okay, all right. They were really saving the earth. Space Invaders was a worldwide hit. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Very clever. <laughs> what a gag. Invaders. Oh, <laughs> that was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> declaring it a menace to Japanese society. Children started staying out all night playing Space Invaders. Oh. There was even I don't know if I was there. I don't remember this guy. Because her parents wanted to stop her playing Invaders. Six months... So, so were some of these interviews done when you were not in Japan, and then sent over by the pickup crew? Or... No, we did it all. Uh, do you know, I think that th th there may be a chance that I did do that interview, or, or James might have done it. We were only in Japan for a really short time, maybe four or five days, and um, I'm going to be honest, I was I was really pissed for, for some of it. <laughs> so um, so I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember that interview, guys. <laughs> You have no idea. No idea who he is. <laughs> After its release, the police ordered arcade owners to restrict their opening hours and declare the curfew. I miss proper arcades like that, though. Mm. Oh, beautiful. The Japanese arcades are incredible. They're the best fun. I didn't fancy my chances against the man who designed it, especially in a tough away game in Tokyo. 
<laughs> is this your original book that you use when you were designing Space Invaders? Oh, this is great. This is really good, yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. Look at that. Look at, yeah, I know. Where did you get the idea for these from? For this name. Did your kid draw these? Oh, no, wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just know. He's a great That shows, really shows some respect, yeah. On the fly. This is Space Invaders. Some of these look more Keep like... Keep on doodling. That looks like a crab. It's like a jellyfish, <laughs> more like animals you see on this planet as opposed to, to aliens. Was, was we had a translator, obviously. Case. didn't understand what I was saying. <laughs> Would be rude if he was listening, understanding my questions in English. <laughs> yeah. just doing it in Japanese. <laughs> in Japanese, yeah. yeah. a very nice um, young woman I seem to remember who took us around. Can't remember her name. Where, where are you though? His offices. It would be a great. Um, it looks like a clothing. clothing company. It does look like a fabric thing. Mm. We're just going to pop into Burton's and interview this place. <laughs> Oh, there's a cheat. He tells me it's cheat. It's that music. I love these bits. I love these bits because I, I, obviously there wasn't that many documentaries about interviewing these people mm. at the time. And I genuinely think they sit there. I might, I might be wrong, right? But I, I genuinely think that they're sitting there enjoying playing their game. Well, yeah. Oh God! Yeah. I think this was before. This was like the first one of these, certainly in the UK, and I think worldwide that kind of went in this detail and paid this much respect to everyone. Mm. Yeah. And I, I would, I would guess I've not seen any recent documentaries. I would guess they're perhaps a little bit bored of doing this now. But this mm. was the first time. I think he'd been asked to play games. And also the fact as well that we were from the UK, going to America and Japan, that kind of gave it a bit, oh, crap, people are coming from abroad to, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, to, to do this. This isn't like a homebrew thing. This is, um, yeah, this this is, is the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Rubbish. Yeah, take your jacket off, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you should have the game. You should have taken your T-shirt off then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The concentration. Look at that. Look at that face. The Nagoya method. What's that? <laughs> Nagoya method is a cheat that comes from Nagoya. <gasps> yes, I beat you by ten points. I actually beat the man who wrote Space Invaders by ten points. Easy. Don't say, Easy. Don't say rope. That, that's not good. That's disrespectful. <laughs> wicked what, skills. That? <laughs> wicked skills. <laughs> Nagoya I mean, what came after this in TV? I think that's quite tame, right? You're going to be in trouble here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so when they get to the very, very bottom, they can't fire at you. I like it. I like yeah. your style. Oh, you've got to be quick, though. Thank you very much for letting me play this with you. It's been a great honour. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Thank you very, very much. I won't try and say anything in Japanese because I can't I was going well, to say, that's really convincingly sort of conversational considering it yeah. must have all been through an interpreter. And you're saying that's the one that got you into the most heat? Uh, no, I think it was the, I think it's the Mario stuff. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that, okay, yeah, I, I thought it might be that. But you, again, I think, yeah... Uh, considering stuff that we've seen since oh, then, yeah. uh, I think this is nothing. Second generation games. One result of which was the release of a game that was within a year to replace Invaders as the most popular cabinet in the arcade. Can't stop thinking about that microphone being taken. <laughs> 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 We don't know oh. for sure, but we have estimated... You know, Don, speak Don. The sales director. Donnie O. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie O. <laughs> Donnie O. He's a great guy. He 
used to hit people in the face constantly <laughs> through development. That's a joke hey, that I'm making that up. That's not real. Previous game. Five. Only the hard kids could cope with rotate left, rotate right, thrust, fire, and hyperspace. This is great. Look, it's a very simple joke, but made me laugh a lot. Fame at the Montem Sports Centre. Asteroids came out. I know where this is going. It was Ed Log. He was mis. Was it? Was he the miserable? I thought it was the, I thought it was the defender guy. Maybe Ed was nice as well. Yeah. Get get level on them, lads. Generally, not very happy about talking about it. Or the defender guy. Oh, Stephen Poole. Okay. It's a really good book. Really good book. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I love that book, yeah. And so it looked very the, the defender guy just, he had hives. And I didn't know what hives were. Hives is like a rash, I think. Mm, yeah. And he, he was just like, he was he was really grumpy because he had hives and was obviously quite uncomfortable. And I, he didn't, I don't think he really wanted to be there. It was a very strange, very strange thing. You have to put it on field test. When you put it on field test, you take it out to a location and see how much money it makes. Uh, I remember on first field test, it, watching some guy come up, put his quarter. Oh, no, he was nice. Rush Rock. It, Rush Rock was nice. Seconds, 20 seconds. You know, it's just, and then he pulled another quarter out. What's Rush Rock? And to me, that was. Rush Rock. You know Rush Rock? Because usually anybody who dies. No. In 15, nope. 20 seconds, Ed Logs Rush Rock? Like, Man, this game's too hard. I'm. No. Massive game. Have one. We'll talk about it after. This is it. This is the shot. I'm yeah, this is the shot that I love, and I don't think you'll ever see this in a documentary again. Literally in a car park, <laughs> leaning on a trolley. Outside shopping malls that they have. What is that about? Is it literally just... I mean, this must have been planned, right? You, you Or did you yeah. just go, oh, let's just do this bit say, Oh, no, this is a great shot. I love how... We need a trolley. We need a trolley. We need a trolley. Yeah. Yeah. trolley. Uh, what was the no, how did it not move? Or was the trolley just there and the director was just like, hang on a minute? No, 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 no. I yeah, know what it is. There's a it. bollard. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's a bollard next to the. There's a bollard between Ian and the trolley, I think. Okay. So he's sitting on the bollard. I'm sat on the bollard. Okay. Why? Like, should we just move <laughs> the know. trolley? Or he's in, actually in a studio and that's green screen. Yeah, <laughs> he said, well, is we real. can have anything. Is there, is there <laughs> someone in that, see that black car to the left? Is there someone poking their head out? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's right. the yeah, same person who walked behind the other shot. Ready? <laughs> it's Simon Three. Wilson again. <laughs> right, ready? Three, two, one. Apparent to anyone with an IQ. No. Yes, it is! And destroyed all but one of the large... <laughs> Why didn't you redo the shot? That that person's going, why are they filming in a parking lot? Pretending they're leaning against the trolley. Someone walking up to them afterwards. Yeah, can you sign this release, please? (laughs) Because we really like this setting. Uh, Slow-moving asteroids. You could easily pick off the tiny flying saucers for a thousand points each. This technique became. I love asteroids. What a game! game. I can still play that for a while. I love it. Available at every ten thousand points. They're still hanging out the window. Look. That shows I can do it in one take. Eighteen-year-old Greg scored fifteen million points. Played thirty-one hours on one. Oh, get a life! (laughs) Get a life! (laughs) Absolutely. Remember at the time. I tried Jesus, grow up. I remember trying it at one point in development and decided, you know... Rush Rock, isn't it? I'd spent a lot of time at the Montem Sports Centre <laughs> lurking, not on asteroids, but round the girls' changing rooms. Maybe I could... Whoa, hang on a minute! Hang on a minute! Hang on a minute! That was a joke! That was that yeah. was a little bit joke. Oh, that was not good. I missed that. Should we go back? Do we want to yeah, hear it again? It was this guy that was miserable. Yeah, okay. we do. We we have to in the in, in the spirit of honesty, we have to listen to it again. Go on, Matt. You rewind it. But round the girls' changing. 
I'd spent a lot of time at the Montem Sports Centre lurking, not on asteroids, but round the girls' changing rooms. <laughs> that implies um, sex criminal. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't work. These, like, I mean, obviously, you know, there's the prob- problematic side of it as well. But the joke is literally, yeah, I, I've, I'm... Uh, <laughs> Sex, sex criminal <laughs> it was him it was this guy that was miserable um it wasn't defender it was it was uh him and he had hives and he really didn't want to be there right okay, and i didn't want to be with rush rock let's right. see let's see if we can pick up on his uh <laughs> on his hivey vibe on his ivy vibe nope not necessary we, we nope, yeah straight away oh, yes. oh, oh, oh. that fantastic every gamer's dream should we have a two-player game sure uh, no i've got hives lovely <laughs> This is how you play Asteroids. <laughs> I've got to admit, when I was a kid, I found this game much too hard to play. Yeah, like hives. Like I did there. That's embarrassing. Fair play, you are the bloke that wrote it, though, so you should be beating me. <laughs> that doesn't guarantee anything. <laughs> but do you think that the fact you can actually put in your initials made it more addictive? Because you felt like you were interacting with it more? Yes, oops. Got the last rock. Is this interview going to last much longer? I need to scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, we started putting censors. He might just been a DJ. Maybe you've made the whole hives thing up. (laughs) He just really wanted to scratch his debts. She bought this song before she met me. Is that what DJs do, isn't it? Yeah. No. (laughs) Good. I like to think it's because I was a good guy. Right. Alongside that. He's in the road again. He's in the road again. Someone. Look at everyone rubbernecking behind. Someone in right down. Someone what is that next to you? Yeah, what said, is that on the floor? That looks like a dead, a dead ostrich or something. <laughs> this is someone weird, at, isn't someone it? Someone at Channel 4 said, look, we need to get rid of Ian. We need to get rid of him. Let's <laughs> yeah, give him a documentary. Boats. And, you know, it, it looks, you know, we can claim on insurance if he dies on the job. Let's <laughs> just stick him in roads. Loads of roads. <laughs> Look at it. And it, they are going really fast as well. Yeah, it's a busy, really busy road. Look at that. Well, okay. So here's a question. How the yeah. fuck did you get into the middle of it? I had to run across. <laughs> um, I've, I do vaguely remember having to run across and, and um, we had to do the, we had to do these quite a lot. The pieces to camera, I had to remember them and I could never remember them. If you see an edit in the piece to camera, it's because we tried it for 20 minutes and then they went, okay, we'll split it. Um, and I, But I remember standing there for quite a long time because I couldn't get this freaking piece to camera right. Okay, one more question then. Yes, if sir. you did have to run across the road, why yes, didn't sir. they set a camera up high and put the Frogger sound effects over the top of it? <laughs> <laughs> Williams released Defender, written by Eugene Jarvis, which devoured $1.5 billion in quarters during its lifetime. Atari launched Missile Command by Dave Stira. <laughs> I was just going. <laughs> and Battlezone by Ed Rotberg. And how did you not have people really honking you? Surely that's... You see <laughs> oh, we, a camera. You see we would have done. We would have done. Oh, right. Right. Have you got oh, a camera out by a road, you get honked. The early 80s. Oh, yeah, you can edit. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> Magnavox. Well, yeah, David, this isn't live. This was recorded years ago. Sorry, yes. That came to sit in every American team. I have one of those. One of those bad boys. They looked amazing, but they, I mean, I think there's only so far you can go back with retro games before they get too shit to play. Yeah. yeah. Atari is definitely <laughs> not good. There's a road for it. Atari is definitely not playable. Yeah, any, anything pre-Xbox One, PS4 era, forget about it. Yeah. 
The story goes that Toro had been working on Putnam. Oh, I just, Nanto right, hang on a minute. I just did one of those. This is the, I love watching a place in the sun, right? But this is the real <laughs> horrible TV thing I hate where you do a piece to camera and then you walk out of shot. Where the fuck are you going? <laughs> where, are you, where are you going? <laughs> You've got to hang around for the crew anyway. Where are you going? <laughs> the next row to go and get some food. Meanwhile, elsewhere for inspiration. In early 1980, Toro Iwatani, a young Namco programmer, found his big idea inside a pizza box. You can hear Bank of America. He's off. Now, the, I do not believe the pizza story at all. And you're going to hear yeah. a great Pac-Man song things. in a minute. I don't believe this story. The Pac-Man guy was, was very peculiar. We should also say as well, when we've been talking about doing this, I can't remember if you said this on the show or not, James, but you were obsessed with this bit. Yeah. Do you know, if, oh. you, have you remembered correctly? I I think so, yeah. Because this is I remember this really clearly because I watched this with my ex girlfriend. We weren't we weren't together that long after this, but it's um <laughs> this, sorry, this, this, this was the, the reason. <laughs> this, uh, yeah. But I think partly and this is why we've set this whole thing up. Um, yeah. <laughs> James is going to take legal action. Yeah. And, uh, but no, because it was this bit which I remember like I couldn't stop laughing at for some reason. Uh, yeah, because it's funny. The, the and uh, yeah, James, is this why no, you never no. show joy anymore? Because well, you <laughs> use it all up during this scene. Part, partly that. Which, but, I know. don't know which bit you're laughing. What well, the the puck man thing or the yeah yeah. It's, oh, okay. you, it's, it's the way you say it is, oh, okay. is very funny. It's, right. uh, yeah, just, <laughs> get ready, everyone, for big laughs. laughs. Staring back up at him was a side-on round head with an open mouth. The perfect shape. Do not believe this story at all. It's a nice pizza. Mm. Eating. Oh. It was. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> this was the first time. I am so good at Pac-Man still. I mean, if you go to a, 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 an arcade where you can win tokens on Pac-Man, I'm I'm getting the the thousand, the two thousand tokens. You've got a, you've got a Nintendo Switch, right? Yes, mate. You know that there's a free version of Pac-Man, like Battle Royale Pac-Man, on it. It's Pac-Man 99. And yes, I do. I made this documentary. Here we go. Here we go. This is the bit. Pac-Man. It only has. We missed it. Joystick. Oh no, we'll go back. Slightly concerned about the title Puckman. The name was thus changed into the less easy to alter into a rude word title, Pac-Man. It only has. No, I've, I've misremembered this or something. I'm sure that you made a big deal out of that. that. Your whole mate, so you did the ex. You didn't watch this with a girlfriend at all. I thought all, we you, drew the line, so it said, "Yeah, man." That's that's what I mean. And I I swear that you just went like you suddenly just went. Puckman, like that, or Fuckman, or something like that. I can't remember. It's... <laughs> I think we did. Here we go. Here's the thing. This is not the complete version. This is the version on um, E4, as by the logo. Yeah. They okay. must have edited oh, it. They must have edited that out. I'm sure. We need the director's cut. Yeah. What happened? Um, what happened, James? No, it was like yeah, you like rubbed off the side or something like that, and then you sort of said Fuckman oh, or something like that, and it was it was it really tickled me. Isn't that funny? Well, listen, can we if we stop? If you give me twenty minutes, I can hook up my VHS because I think I have <laughs> the original version on VHS somewhere. <laughs> okay, Are we'll they... start this again. Everyone, turn off the string. And, <laughs> yeah. um, oh, isn't that funny? Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, James. I I do remember drawing the line with the P to change it to an F. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it was right. very funny. Two hands. It's too funny for E4. Yeah. Yeah. At the right time, at the right place. In the US, the game initially received a lukewarm reception, being written off as too cute. On general now, this was cool, right? Because we, to get this interview, we had to go and meet the head of Namco, right? 
this old Japanese dude. And whenever you have it, we had a few meetings in Japan and there would always be loads of people there. There'd be like two or three translators. And we met this old guy. I can't remember his name. because, And I swear there were about 15 people in the room and it was all very formal. Everyone else was in suits. I was wearing that fucking T-shirt. And there was lots of bowing and stuff. And um, we basically had to convince him that we were, it was like an audition. We had to convince him we were legit. And I remember he gave me a gift and, oh God, I wish I had it. It was the PS1 version of a game. I think it was called Pac-Land. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 3D one. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the, the head of Namco signed it for me. Wow. wow. Don't, don't have it anymore. Do I don't not. want to break this to you, Ian, but there's something even worse later on that I think you should regret even more than that. <laughs> okay. You could have. I, it's it's oh, mad. I know. Okay, I know yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Girls. Women are insane about Girls. This. Men like the sports games, the action games. Why do girls like it, Michael? Women like the Predator games. What? Here we go. In those days, most video games were very violent. This is great. And the amusement centers were full of boys. So I thought I'd invent a game what do girls for like? girls. What do they like? I asked myself what a girl's interested in. Mm. One word left out. Eating. Oh, I've heard this story before. I've heard that story before. Oh my god. Oh my god. And, he and was right. he go on, David, sorry. Cause cause it didn't do as well in with uh female gamers as they initially fought Namco. Right. And that's part of the reason why they put a bow on Ms. Pac-Man, right? right. Yeah. That's right, isn't it? Because yeah. it, it was a modified version of the game. There's this whole story about actually yeah. Ms. Pac-Man wasn't made by them. It was mm. modified um, by someone in America, and then they bought it and let them use the name Pac-Man. But they put a bow on to try and get more female gamers involved. But that is, I mean, what That's a terrible. ridiculous board for he was, he was He was a really strange guy. I have this theory that they just keep him prisoner in Namco, and they bring him out to talk about this. Because he was, when we, like, when we met the space, with all the Americans, we met them on their own. The Space Invader guy, I don't remember anyone else being there. But with this guy, there were about six people in suits all around him. All um, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. He spoke in Japanese. And I don't think the answers we were getting are what he was saying. He was very sweaty. Right. And it was. I just felt like he'd been held prisoner. I didn't buy that whole pizza stuff at all. I think that was just the line they had. And it's like, hey, this is a great story. Um yeah. And I felt sorry for this guy. And I think with a lot of these people as well, he didn't get rich from it because he got like a bonus, but but Namco owned it. So Namco got right. rich. He probably right. got, you know, like a thousand dollars bonus or something. But he was he, he was a nice guy, but I really wanted to say to him, look, just blink twice if you want us to take you home with us. <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you get the feeling then that they were trying to sort of like restrict access? You know, to like Namco were, yeah. Namco, yeah. Namco was, it was very controlling. Everywhere else was brilliant. Namco was really, we had to do that shot with Pac Man in the background. We, we had, I remember we had to do that. Well, um, they, and they yeah. checked everything, they vetted yeah. everything. Yeah, we you did. were trying to do this in a road, weren't you? But they were having none of it. <laughs> <laughs> What's this building? What is this? I think that's a Namco arcade. It, it, yeah, we had to drive out of Tokyo to, to a big old Namco arcade. Oh, wow. That's what that was. It's where Pac Man lives. This is house. <laughs> yeah, we get to. And had that 
Magic. Weird that Pac Man would just stand behind you like that like, the whole time. <laughs> I didn't know he was there. Didn't know he was there. Pac Man has become a national phenomenon. This song is great. The most popular. I've not been able to find this song since. Shazam it. We can Shazam it. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure the YouTube. The original Pac-Man cartoon series. And do you remember what they used to call Pac-Man in it? No. They called, I, I think, I know where you're going, because they released an, a game, a copycat game with the same name that has been stripped from history. Yeah, well, what did they used to call? Yeah, I can't. I can't say it. It's, it's no, no. I know. I know. And and um, um, it's, they used to I shorten think... Pac-Man, and and they used to shorten Pac-Man and add a little bit on ah. the end, and, which is now is now right. we know it as the P-word, right? Um, and they would yeah, call yeah. him that. Gee, you know. Oh. But but oh. I think obviously because it was Seems. either yeah no it was um, it was um, made where that word wasn't really used much whereas oh, over here Pac-Man was racist I mean <laughs> no, I don't know <laughs> but no, it was sexist yeah obviously <laughs> yeah but, but I remember seeing it as a kid yeah of course it wasn't a word there but I remember seeing it as a kid and going what the f- yeah, I remember, I remember seeing the copycat video game from America as well and right. seeing that title and just going fuck how have they yeah. done that but yeah. obviously I don't know about him. Somebody just... I, how did you get this well. interview? Yeah, this, this is a man. <laughs> 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 Somebody told me that it was a round thing that gobbled up money. I thought that was Tip O'Neill. Oh. oh. So we're in the Pac-Man Hall of Fame. Pac-Man's everywhere. Um, should we have one separate game each? You go first. Do you want to go first? Was he still sweating at this stage? Very sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Very sweaty. Yeah. Can you see the... D- rewind that a little bit, Matt. A gesture. Just, you you can first. see a shadow of a gun being pointed at his back. <laughs> on the right side there. Watch. Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> Very sweaty. I mean, he was a really nice guy, really lovely guy, but you, 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 he was shit at Pac-Man. <laughs> 630 points. That's, that's rubbish. Hmm. That is really, you find out that he's definitely like, he saying he's not really the guy. He's not really the guy. He's, uh, no. <laughs> he's dead in the eyes. <laughs> I'm so good at Pac-Man. The one thing my kids are proud of these days. <laughs> it's still so good. But out of all of those arcade games back then, that is still I love it. I cannot walk past a Pac-Man machine. I love it. Where did the sound come from? Yeah. Doesn't really answer the question, does it? <laughs> Where does it sound come from? Pack, pack, waka, waka. Well, it is waka, waka, but he says... Oh. (laughs) Pack, pack. Did it make lots of money? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Right, that's six billion yen. I didn't see a cent of that. (laughs) Oh, my God, that must be awful. Knowing that he didn't make a penny from it, and he's pointing at a news story saying how much they made from it. Mm. Oh, 
But what about the UK? What God, doesn't that look fucking depressing after everything we've seen? Yeah. Well, oh, this is Matt Smith. Basically, oh, cool. this is Liverpool. This is Liverpool. Thrive for a while, but when it came to writing our own software, a few Fred Harris-inspired boffins aside, nothing much was going on. Really didn't seem to be that computer literate. Right. What's this? That's the printer. And then we don't show a clip of Fred Harris. <laughs> That's a funny clip. Sinclair, his dream. Oh God, we went and interviewed him, didn't we? Made by Sinclair, hopefully. The spectrum, of course, was always black. Um, this is his um, penthouse apartment near King's Cross. It was, it was the millionth. Wow. Made at Dundee. Um, indeed, the million month made at all. What a voice! They, they made them all in there. Hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on a second. He tries to say the millionth one, and he says the million month. That's <laughs> sorry. I, I love stuff like that. It was the million month. Sinclair, hopefully. So he's not that clever. The spectrum, of course, was always black. Um, but this one was white because uh, it, was the, it was the millionth one made at Dundee. Um, oh, no. The million month made at all. Oh, yeah, he just yeah, did yeah, it then. Yeah, 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 he just did it and you talked over it, Sean. <laughs> made at all because they, they made them all in those days. So that was the, the one millionth spectrum ever made. <laughs> We missed it! Parents, no, it's not that important. Your levels, all that we actually learned was how to play games. Our really he sad friends even wrote their own. Right, games for it, wasn't it? Was mm. Did he? The yeah, yeah he, was, he was never happy about that because it was always the whole thing about this is an educational tool. Mm. You know, oh, people right, could learn okay. God, we were there for ages and that's all we used. That's interesting. led by a generation of acne-ridden, wispy people. Well, no, probably E4 cut half of it out. Maybe. I'll have to dig out my VHS a bit then. Mine must be... Jesus. Even if they were... Why is he sitting up? That's really weird. Spectrum. What? If that's how you stream, massive because <laughs> first that's time his computer corner. A really relatively powerful. Where is Stephen Paul? That's not his house, I assume. No, that was like a big library somewhere, and <laughs> okay. that's like the British Library or something like that. Uh, they never worked, but it was fun for a while. And yeah, I used to love his column in Edge. His book. Mm. Yeah, yeah, his column in Edge. Where is now? Was a highlight. Do it in your bedroom, all yourself. Over he was a really nice guy. He, he, he comes across a little brusque, but I remember him being very friendly. Here we go. Okay, yeah, this is, noises, this is this is the moment we were. No one knew where Matt Smith was, right? No one knew. This is before he, he was doing the rounds and stuff. No one knew where he was, and the scream of joy when um, Simon Wilson put the phone down in the office and went, "I think I found Matt Smith." <laughs> it was incredible, and and Matt Smith was he was so lovely, right? But he made quarter of a million pounds off of this. Maybe we say this, I don't know. And he spent it all on LSD. And uh. it shows he's he he was a little bit frazzled and he lived in Holland for years, like in a fish factory or something. He worked in a fish factory. Mm. And there was I I would ask I asked him a question. This isn't in it. And he sort of paused and he just went. I'm sorry, can you ask me that again? I was thinking of the answer in Dutch. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. where we were. But I mean, a real lovely yeah. guy. He loved my T-shirt and he wanted one of the T-shirts. And he wanted a T-shirt. Yeah, see, because I was going to ask about this interview because um, yes. obviously, as you say, you can tell he's a little bit um, frazzled and we'll, yeah. we'll get to it in a sec. But um, did you find it hard? Because you just seem, in fact, actually, you seem like really relaxed in this and that you were totally fine with it. And I imagine it was quite hard to... It was, here's, here's the thing at the time we were probably laughing a little bit in a kind of mean kind of oh god look at the state of this kind of thing possibly a little bit but also we were really really in awe you know yeah. we were really excited because we this was like an exclusive and we had found him 
Um, some people say, uh, I remember someone asking if it was his bedroom. And of course it's not his bedroom. We rented a bedroom in a woman's house and made it look like the 80s. It was a tough interview because mm. we kind of had to nudge him along a bit, you know. So, yeah, but I, what, I mean, what a say, lovely man. You say you were probably laughing at him. That that genuinely doesn't come across in this. Like, Because right, as I good. said, I watched it a couple of weeks ago. But I'm surprised it's not his bedroom because if you've <laughs> rented a place, then you've really done him badly here because just, <laughs> stitch him up the it. room behind him because one of my first thoughts when i was watching it was why didn't he tidy up we <laughs> wanted it we wanted it to look like a, like an 80s kid kid's bedroom right like right, when you do okay. some home programming and then you know actually it looks like with his slightly disheveled mind that that is what his life is like he's, <laughs> yeah, he's stuck in a really time bubble does. okay <laughs> Yeah, other people do museums and stuff, and then you've got. To a continuous soundtrack, which had previously been thought impossible. I hate Manic Miner. It's too hard. It also had a very British sense of humour. When you died, a Pythonesque foot descended to crush the hapless miner. You're such a nice guy. If that weren't daunting enough, we all felt a little bit sorry for him when he walked off. Flying lavatories to contend with. Here's Matthew Smith. Matthew, how on earth do you come to write? Wow, I didn't. I Manic Miner. I do shut myself away for a while to actually get the program written. Matthew Smith became very wealthy very quickly with the success of Manic Miner and its sequel, Jet Set Willy. But then he disappeared. He stopped writing games. When you do documentary programs like this, Talking Head Things, of which I have done, they will ask you questions and you will answer them. And then at the end of the shoot, they'll go, we really need someone to say... Matthew Smith made a lot of money very young and then he disappeared. Would you mind saying that for us? And I remember the way he says that, that was one of those moments. I t it depends wow. if I often, I tend to say no now to those things. Sometimes if I just want to get out, I say, yeah, sure, whatever. But that was one of those things where we'd say, could you say Matthew Smith made a lot of money when he was very young and then he disappeared, please, Stephen? Thank you. And he vanished into video game myth. Uh, for the past few years, there's this been is all fed lines, up, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> like Chris Morris. And people have been. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is that no one's had him on a documentary before, and uh, I don't think it will ever happen. Look at that website. Isn't it funny? We all pronounce that that differently. I said a. David said eh, 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 and someone said uh. <laughs> Not really that differently. Sorry. Hang on. Was this? Did you create this website for this as well? Like and <laughs> no, we didn't. I'm trying to see. It's not an angel fire, is it? No, uh, it's like demon or demon. Yeah, it's demon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's recreate Beautiful. it. Let's get it up on our website, Matt. Guys, if anyone's yeah, watching, if you can get this done by the end of the show, you get a free um, computer game show T-shirt. How about that? Um, no. Oh, that's no, very no, generous of you. Loads of those recently. <laughs> <laughs> According to some rumours, he was planting tulips in Amsterdam. Other people claim to have heard, heard him calling in on radio talk shows or seeing him in, in the local supermarket. I think it's going to get to a stage where one person can't write a whole game. I was 17 when I wrote Manic Mine. From start to Ah, oh, lovely Matt from, Smith. I was in Italy writing, drawing pictures of some levels with some water running down. He seems more with it than I remember, actually. Eight weeks the eyes, does, though. Yeah, the does eyes, here. yeah. I yeah, I think it's it's um, it's the so in the I've, fake bedroom shop. So I've seen me. this bit because I remember someone posted this on a forum I was on. Oh. And they were like, oh my god, there's this documentary, and someone's found Matt Smith, and they wow. just shut, they just clipped this bit. So, oh really? Yeah, so I have seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to work at night. 
Uh, my favourite monster in Manic Miner. Um, I, I got the most compliments on... 69p for a two litre bottle of coke. I bought them as well, yeah. You wouldn't get even a fucking can for that these days, would you, Jay? Very much an inspiration. The game he wrote was Miner 2049er. Which was a little man jumping around on platforms, collecting things, and oh. avoiding the baddies. Sounds like you a winner. I like it. it. You just done yourself out a load of money. <laughs> We've got the spectrum. Right, well, let's load up. Oh, look at that, that bedroom. Bike, oh. That could have been yeah. his bike uh, as well. Bike. Wait, wait, you see behind him. That might have been his bike. Ride. I think he did ride off on a bike. I made the first screen fairly He seems so much more with it than I remember. Isn't that's that interesting? So a stranger to... Also, that facial hair is quite stylish by modern... Yeah. Yeah. Whereas back then simple mistake like that is enough to end it all. Where did the boot come from that kills Yeah, that? set dressing is was almost too good. It was too good. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he, he lives there. There's a nice That's, Zeppelin uh, poster yeah, in the yeah. background. That was all put up. Yeah. We put everything up there. That was uh... What what is that on the bed? Is it just bits of newspaper on his bed? Yeah. Yeah. Not his bed. <laughs> just that interest. Like, where's Wally bedspread? <laughs> was he not curious as to why he was being interviewed in somebody else's bedroom that had been made up to look like the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And who left all the tissues here? <laughs> I think there are some tissues. I think we probably did do that. Oh, no. <laughs> way, way too convincing. Way too authentic. So, did you tell him the show was um, Ian Lee's bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this isn't supposed to be your bedroom. It's supposed to be mine <laughs> so just out of interest here when you said like we did up the room and stuff was this like a small enough production that you were physically helping out with with this stuff or you were you very yeah. much like no i'm the host actually. no 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 <laughs> I, I, we, it was us it was so the people there would have been me simon wilson who was like the runner mm-hmm. uh james bobin um a cameraman i'm guessing in the uk we used our friend jade mm-hmm. back in those days you'd have had a sound guy as well actually you don't get sound guys anymore we would have had a sound guy so actually it's quite a big crew by today's comparisons, but that was it. And we had our friend Leo was in the office kind of coordinating it all, but we would have taken the stuff up and we would have yeah. dressed the set. Yeah. Cool. Manic Miner, this is the first game. Jet Set Willy sort of is the sequel to it, isn't it? It's the same character and stuff. How long did that take to... Oh, right. that... It was a slog getting Jet Set Willy finished. Were they really pressuring you? He didn't finish it. It's, it's all glitchy, isn't it? Mm. Come on, man, yeah, yeah. The assumption was it's once you do one in a certain time, you can keep doing it in the same time. Every Spectrum owner eagerly awaited the final release of the trilogy, the now legendary Minor Willy meets the Taxman. Nope. Wasn't there supposed to be a third one? Jet Set Willy meets the Taxman or something? Uh, yeah. What, what happened to that? Is that? Uh, the Taxman was way at the back of the queue there. Oh, really? <laughs> Well, how, been, how much did you make from Manic Miner? I did have a substantial sum, but I expected a whole lot more, mm. so I spent what I had did fairly you, foolishly. You are the stuff of legend. Oh. You are a legend. There's no doubt about it. In this sort of world, you are. Can I run past this bit's nice on the net about you? And you can just say, tell us if it's true or if it's false. Um, you lived in Holland in a commune. This is, yeah. What, when did that happen? That was a great time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 95. Okay, I love the answer to uh, no, I don't think I ever sold fish. <laughs> I love that answer. I love that answer. Wouldn't you know, like, if you were... I, I've, really, sold, really I've sold things about it. and I've done things to fish, yeah. but I don't know if I've sold fish. I've worked with <laughs> fish in a professional capacity in a number fish. of ways. 
Would you consider an octopus a fish? That will help me formulate my answer. Oh, bless him. I tried to get a job in a fish gutting factory. Uh, but I applied at the wrong time of year. <laughs> okay. Is there a sadder sentence then? I tried to get a job in a fish gutting factory, yeah. but I applied at the wrong time of year. I mean, that's... That cry. that's got to be intended, right? That was a joke. That no. must have been a joke. There are a lot of people interested in what you're doing now, 20, 50, you know, 20 years after you wrote this. Well, everything comes around and goes around. Uh, like five years after I did it, I was a washout. And uh, 10 years after I did it, I was history. But coming up to 20 years now and I'm a legend oh what a sentence <laughs> yeah how good is sentence. that that's that so good brilliant um, yeah I love that bit so much he was so sweet he was telling that's us that he really wanted to get back like, into programming and he was trying to find a way to so he was he was uh, hello <laughs> yeah sorry we're, we're all trying to pull at the same time Matt, Matt you was, take control he was trying to he, he, he said he had it was coming out soon um manic miner on the game boy and okay. he was like going to be writing games for the game boy and I, 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 as far as i'm aware it never happened and it was um i felt really sorry for him he was such a nice lad who you know imagine making a quarter of a million quid when you're what was he 16 17 mm-hmm. and yeah. what what do you do with it you know working class lad suddenly is rich um and uh, you know i wish people I think, like that yeah. had a help uh, back back in back in the day, I mean, the the business was absolutely horrendous for stuff like that. And um, you know, you had these huge companies getting one person to make a game, making a ridiculous amount of money out of it, and they just, I guess, I don't know. I I, I mean, it it lasted a long time that that practice, didn't it? Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't overturned quickly. And um, and some would say some would say even now, like you've got these huge games that go on to do big things, but unless you've got a certain role within that company, then you are not seeing the benefit of how well it's doing. It's the mm. publishers, isn't it? I, I mean, now yeah. it's the publishers that see all the cash. I mean, that was why it was really interesting when we watched that other one, the commercial breaks, um, you know, mm. uh, documentary, which you know you mm. saw like the sort of the beginning of all these, um, you know, these small small companies, and how yeah they were like heavily reliant on just like a couple of individuals. But this this was kids doing this in their bedrooms, literally yeah. kids. Mm. And he had he programmed. I think he first programmed it on a a TRS eighty, which was like a, the kind of American version of a Dragon thirty two. And I'm sure maybe you said it there. I've read it since that every time the kettle boiled, it it buggered up the computer. You know, is that it was that kind of setup where it was all. And he had to keep, you know he had to save it before someone made a cup of tea and stuff like that. And it's remarkable. You know, imagine. It's just impossible now. It's just impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On his Wikipedia, it's said in 2013, he was working. He was working on producing a new game with Elite Systems, who have republished his original games on mobile platforms. So, okay, hmm. okay. Well, I, I know he does the kind of like the circuit of retro events and things like that. So I'm, I'm hope. I really hope he's all right. In hmm. three workers. Suddenly, in 1983, the American video game industry hit a brick wall. Not since 1929 has an industry fallen so far, so fast. In this neighborhood in Florida, the Chuck E. Cheese video arcade <laughs> closed down. Supercade Amusements. I was expecting you to walk in shot. Dollhouse 3, oh. a strip joint. Oh. Okay. Arcades weren't the only ones in trouble. 
The console market also collaped. Powerful home computers made machines like Atari's eight-year-old VCS seem prehistoric. We've only got 13 minutes left. We seem to have a long way to go in the story. Yeah. I wonder how much they've cut out. Is the ending missing in this? We're still in 83. I don't know. We're going to find out we're going to midway through, aren't we? It's going to suddenly end. Yeah, we get, we get to credits. Okay, all right. The capital of Kyoto. For over 80 years, it produced traditional Hanafuda playing cards. But in the 1960s, it diversified the novelty toy market. Board games, bean guns, and love testers. Oh, what? I think, I think, I think you heard right, Matt. In 1974, Nintendo produced its first video game, an electronic version of the traditional Japanese game, Go. But it was in the home console market that Nintendo was to have the biggest impact. The language of a generation changed as Nintendo firmly replaced Atari in the American vocabulary. God, it's so important, isn't it? It's ridiculous, but that... Building just over there in 1983. Just down the street. This was just these are houses there. It's just down a street in the middle of nowhere. Mario. <laughs> there are a lot of people out of shop for the interview with the Sugaru Miyamoto. He's not big. Really? Oh yeah. There was. He, he, we we had to wait in the room and it was like you know the, the, the royalty was coming and we kind of we were in this room for ages. It's a really boring building. We're just waiting in this room, and then suddenly, I think someone came and said he's coming, and there were about fifteen people with him. And man alive, he's so fucking sexy. He's just got, <laughs> he's just got. You know, he's just he's one of those people that walks in the room. You're like, oh my god. It, you know, not yeah. it's not about looks or anything. It's mm. just this aura that he's got yeah, yeah. coming off him. He's magnificent, wonderful. It's funny you, you you see people that are like at the top of their industry or whatever. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and I suppose when you see someone like Shigeru Miyamoto, he's you can't dislike the man. No. Do you know what I mean? And no. I, all right, we've only seen interviews; we only get to see a very specific um, side of him. But every time he's on screen, you've got a grin on your face. Even yeah. when he, even in that E3 where we saw him like come out dressed as Link and looking really <laughs> sort of actually quite sad, um, you still just got to be smile on your face and just love the man it's it, yeah it's unreal did, did you feel it at the time like going to meet him did you feel first of all we were really nervous because to get to get to nintendo we had to jump through so many hoops they vetted everything and and it was it was tough because they didn't really at that point they didn't let anyone into the building really um yeah. and i i wish i'd made more of we, we only had him for a short time he kind of came in did the interview and then left and we're all like oh what just happened yeah. and i was i was really nervous i was nervous mm. all the time in japan because it was quite intense mm. but i was really nervous there and I, I i well i think this is the bit you were referring to earlier dave I, there's i wish i'd made more of this i wish i'd made i wish I'd been no, more no, no 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 I'll, oh. I'll point out what you're oh okay saying. thank so you all right when, when you say you like, that you kick yourself about okay sorry james so when when you say like everything was vetted, like would they they wanted to see your questions and all that kind of thing, presumably. They wanted like to see the questions. And... Um I I make up that they probably wanted to see the stuff that we shot. We, and you don't normally do that. I, I think with Nintendo we probably did. I can't quite remember. But yeah, they wanted to see all the questions. Um and they were really worried that we weren't legit and that we were going to take the piss. I think you know they wanted it to where, be where treated. Where did they get that idea so from? Did, <laughs> where <were> they? <laughs> so did they? They also wanted to see. Did they want to see the rest of the show as well? Like other stuff that you'd already shot and that kind of thing. I or? can't remember. 
but I would say that was probably very likely with Nintendo and Namco. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we um, I, James in particular was directing it. Had to, had to do. I think he had to do some meetings where he had to, you know, go in a suit and be very formal and and bow and you know agree to everything and and do the tea and all of that stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, they would have. I think I think Nintendo and Namco wanted to look at what we'd shot, and I think I think we had to give them final say on the edit. Which is I, I think I read somewhere that the Nintendo wanted to pull the interview after they saw the trolley shot in the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, why? What? Is that someone hanging out of a window of a car? Like, in, uh, in, Japan, in Japan, talking in the middle of the road is seen as very, very disrespectful. So, um, yeah. The Italian fellow with a moustache and a big nose. Mario is the video game superstar. A survey in the United States in 1989 found that more American children recognised Mario than Mickey Mouse. Mario is far better known than his creator, Miyamoto. That is, except in the world of video games, where this former cartoonist is probably even more popular than Jesus. Miyamoto may be the giant. Right, David Chef. My God, (laughs) this is David Chef's house, right? Who's David wow. Chef? He wrote a brilliant book called Game Over. Yeah. Who else is he? There was a film made about him recently, like a movie. I can't remember who's in it, about him and his, his son being a junkie. That's okay. What I didn't know at the time, he's the last person to interview John Lennon before John Lennon died. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, and I didn't wow. know it at the freaking time. And I'm sat there with the last interviewer of John Lennon in his <laughs> house. And I didn't know it. And I found out, I was at home later on reading a, a book. In fact, it's Dave... It's David Chef. Oh, no. So, oh, and just the nicest man. Really cool. That book, Game Over, is, is, is I mean, it's, it's out of date now, but it's wonderful, and I thoroughly recommend it. Thank so you. Was he, he was a journalist, was he? Or, or he was a journalist, yeah. He's quite a famous, um, you know, varied journalist, not just a, a game guy, you know, load music journalist for a long time. And it said there was a big movie about three years ago about his son being a junkie and their uh, their relationship together. And it was it's um, one of the again, one of those. If I'd been so more if I did this now, man alive, I would have just sat and spoke to him. And I, I didn't. And, you know, that's one of my regrets. That's one of those things, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Isn't it? Pringles in the chat saying beautiful boy with Steve Carell and Timothy. That's it. Yeah. that's it that's the movie yeah it's about him and his son god all right let's go and i interestingly i met his son that day and i gave him some heroin and he was only like seven and, <laughs> and it all went and that and, and, and who played you in the film yeah <laughs> to games everyone looks at the next miyamoto game to find out you know what new things the man has invented oh i mean we've got 10 minutes but it- Oh, it does speed up a lot. Because I heard they design equipment. So that, 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 I'm, I'm there doing that interview. And that's what I was interested in doing. That's so cool. He started off that is like, isn't it? doing graphics, doing packaging, things like that. Uh, but he also was an obsessed game player. In 1981, Radar Scope, Nintendo's latest US release, failed. Nintendo was left with a lot of unsold cabinets on its hands. In desperation, they turned to Miyamoto to create a new game that would work in them. The result was Donkey Kong. I wanted to create a comedy gorilla character, not a frightening one. And so I called the game Donkey Kong. 
because I heard that in English. Donkey. Effortlessly cool. I mean, God, he's wonderful. Yeah. I checked with the people who were in charge of English at Nintendo. They said that it was fine. But when the game started, everyone was in English. I love that. I love, I love that story. I, again, I'm not 100% sure it's true, but to, to ask. <laughs> That, that the people that speak English, obviously, they're talking about British English. Like that, donkey means silly, and it was like that. It was like slang for you're a donkey or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, that's not a worldwide thing. So <laughs> when it was released, what he's saying is when it was released in America, they were like, "What?" <laughs> it was the gorilla's owner who stole the show. Originally called Jumpman, he was oh, his owner, after the landlord of Nintendo's American oh, warehouse, that. Mario. Just well, as we remember him today. Yeah. <laughs> that hasn't changed a bit. The time. Mario wears a hat because I got okay, all right, we know that. There we go. He's now, right, so I'm there when this is going on. He's sketching this on a whiteboard, right? Mm -hmm. Do you see the picture? Does they do the other picture on there? No, I don't think he does. All but right. This... So he's doing this, right? And then we're kind of chatting. And while we're chatting, we're not filming. He draws a picture of Mario holding. He draws a picture of our cameraman. Yes, that's but right, as Mario, yeah. is that on here? Yeah, this is what he's drawing. Oh, now. this is it. And <laughs> sweet Jesus, why did I not hand him a bit of paper and say, "Could you do picture of me, please?" <laughs> why didn't I do that? <laughs> that was not doing Mario for. Oh man, one of my greatest moments. This is the moment that I wanted to talk to you about. Right, you you had Shigeru Miyamoto there drawing mario and you've got him to do it on something that wipes clean and it's like oh my god could you imagine having a piece of paper with a shikiro Miyamoto drawn mario on it right now i, I um I, I, this watching this is i'm gonna fucking start drinking again tonight watching Don't this do that. Don't do that. is making me think what have i done with my father? I'm not, but <laughs> watching this and it's so it's so many missed up. I love it. I, I'm really it stands up much better than I thought it would actually, and, and and I'm not quite as bad in it as I thought I would be. I'd still change a lot, but um, I'm, I'd say this is one of the three things I'm really really proud of, and actually I'm still proud of it. But yeah, there's a lot of missed opportunities in here. I mean, but, yeah, I, it's when you're in like, the moment though, and you're yeah, talking 21 years ago or whatever. Mm. It's not. It, it doesn't. I was 27. Mind, but I was a baby. Looking back on it, you must just be thinking, just get yeah. a notepad out or <laughs> yeah. something, because yeah. goddamn, terrible. Isn't oh, it? terrible. Yeah, this but is what, great. what I like about I this is that out. he keeps <laughs> looking over at the cameraman drawing him, and you're just I thinking, what the fuck is he doing? Watch. It's great. It would be as clear if his top was all. So this interview would have been done in that room as well. But we just obviously whacked up a green screen. But he's taking a picture. What's that? <laughs> Watch. <laughs> you look back as well. What's he doing? What's, what, what's he looking at? Is there any, was, there's no one here with a camera or anything, is there? Oh, fuck it, you! <laughs> okay, <laughs> I love it. Oh. Okay, right. Okay, okay. This is what I got quiet. a lot of flack for, rightly so. We'll be quiet for this bit and then we'll we'll react to it afterwards. It's amazing. Here we go. Oh. I haven't played this for a while, so I might not be very good. Get out of it! Oh. <laughs> you fell for that old chestnut. <laughs> when was when was the last time you played this? Do you play this very often? <laughs> How did he answer that question straight away? <laughs> 
Hasn't he always? He's like he's he's he understands English really well, but he just doesn't like. He, he refuses not to confident speak. speaking it. I think is the. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah there's a, there's um there's a bunch of his videos um is when he's doing E3 oh, and stuff okay. like that. He'll start off by speaking English and say, "I hope you don't mind me continuing yeah. in Japanese," and then yeah, the voice. What is over. lovely about this is he's not going through the. If he is, he's a great actor. He's not going through the motions. He's loving it. Mm. He's, he's loving. He's got not. a big old grin on his face, and he's loving yeah. playing that. Yeah, and I'll say this, right? I know you were cringing then when you were saying, you know, you fell for that old chestnut and stuff like that. I think that it's gone round in a circle now where actually this is this is way more acceptable now than it probably was, you know, five okay. years after. Because yeah. it, it, it really does just sound like you're having a bit of banter with him, okay. you know, while you're playing oh, the game. It's, yeah, it's, it's way like, more friendly than just you being old, very, very straight, saying, oh, you, you know, whereas this is, yeah, much more conversational, much more friendly. Much and more he's clearly having a good time. It's not as it's not as bad as I remembered it. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't won yet, though, so let's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just love the... Not, right, I... Okay. Well, watch. Dance is a thing we used to say at college, right? My, I didn't know. That means nothing to, to only about seven people. My friend Simon Roberts, dropped a name in, was from Glastonbury. And they had a thing in a school in Glastonbury where if, if you, someone did... We used to say shame in my school. We go, shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in there, they go, dance. And I just... <laughs> <laughs> so I just picked it up. And you did it to him. I did it to Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> a thing from one school in Glastonbury in the 80s. I didn't even go to school in Glastonbury. <laughs> what I like is the fact that like, that's the moment. You've just been playing the game. So you're yeah. in that moment just thinking yeah. about playing that game. Yeah. And the, that's not, you know, that's just so natural. Something yeah. that you would do after Very beating relaxed. him. And then I think there's a moment where you're thinking, I've just done that on camera in front of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to rewind that. I want to hear it again. <laughs> Why would I say that? What? It doesn't mean anything. You invented this game. Nintendo, however, wasn't going I'm not in a road. They said that you couldn't actually be on the train track, though, so they had to put you into the train. But in 1989, Nintendo needed a killer app or killer application. To launch this revolutionary range, Nintendo needed a killer app. The work of an obscure. This might be my favourite interview of the thing. There's names. Tetris. I love this. There's a great book about the history of Tetris. He was so nice. And in his office, before the Xbox came out, in computer, and before the Xbox hadn't come out, he had, he had in a there's a box. I said, "What's in that box?" He said, "Oh, that's the the dev kit for the Xbox." It wasn't called the Xbox. It wasn't Dolphin, was it? What was? Oh, what Dolphin was it called the... before? Dolphin yeah. was yeah. the Sega one, right? Yeah. It was, it was whatever it was, the, whatever its, its, its code name was. And it was in this box. And then he went out 
to the toilet or to get something. And we're all sat there going, shall we open the fucking <laughs> 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 We opened the bottle and we didn't. We spent so long. We should have just gone on. Oh, okay, there you go. Right, but we didn't. Anyway. Yeah, well, can, we, can we have uh, four teas? And he had <laughs> <laughs> <and> some toast. <laughs> he was so I, I, nice. And this is another one of those, those things of... Um, he didn't get a penny from Tetris. The, the Russian government, I think he probably says this, the Russian government owned it. So he didn't get yeah, a penny out of it. The, what but I he, love about he, this is he that he's a very serious, he's a, he's a very serious man and he comes across as a very serious man, yeah. but he's really nice as well. Oh. And he's like, I tell him about Sextris as well. You do. I? Wait for that. It's brilliant. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, but there was no, like, yeah, he doesn't react badly to it at all. He actually, his reaction is fantastic. You say, what was you thinking? Five minutes earlier, you went, danced. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I should actually tell you, this interesting you said, there's, there's a, a thing in TV. The, the thing where I said danced was actually, it was probably a few weeks before, because it was in a different country. It wasn't just in the next room. Oh, it wasn't. This is, yeah, this wasn't all taking place in real time. And just to, no. just to remind everyone watching, this isn't live. Yeah. Okay? So. <laughs> I start working in, in computers as a specialist in artificial art intelligence. But the game was always kind of the place where, uh, where my just like Brian Wilson there. I love Beach Boys fans. <laughs> puzzles, maybe not the game, but the puzzles. And that, uh, that was the, <laughs> that was I'm very interested in. Tetris is a game of brilliant, elegant simplicity, yet no one had thought of it before because they've been too busy incinerating aliens. Tetris, by contrast, was a truly Soviet game. Stark, functional, and an ultimately doomed attempt to make order out of chaos. But oh. without the trip to Siberia, if you lose, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yes. That's a good line. That's a James Bobin line. Up, push to a high art. This is one where tidiness is 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 next to godliness. It is brilliant and addictive, and it is uh, everything that a video game should be. You start to play. And you can't stop. When the first kind of moving version of the program appears, I, I can't stop, I can't finish my programming because I pretend I kind of testing it, but I keep playing and playing and playing. Oh, what a nice man. Because he, he, he really is. Union, Alexei didn't own the copyright to the game. Every Russian did, in theory. When the Soviet government sold the game to Nintendo in 1989, they made an estimated $5 million. Alexei made an estimated nothing. With the fall of communism, he moved to the US, where he now works for a Seattle-based computer company. Oh, Seattle. I went and visit, on my day off, I went and visited Bruce Lee's grave when I was in Seattle. Was about years old. <laughs> what, really? What was this game yeah, called? And this is great, too. I love this. Yeah, and uh, this... Oh, this is nuts. Uh, this is a box with all different... This is this is your comeuppance moment yeah, in this. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go in with the same, you know, attitude as you yeah. have in the previous things. They come unstuffed and it's beautiful. Uh, oh, these, yeah. Shapes which you could do out of five squares. If oh, you... five squares, because Tetris course yeah, is the four squares, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. And what's the idea of pentominoes? So, so the idea is, oh, please put it back. I love that. <laughs> please love that. put it back. The idea is, please put it back. <laughs> I've got a game like this on my Oculus now, yeah. uh, and yeah. Cubism, and I love it. So you could, you could. Oh, on the Quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a great game. But the last three or four pieces would be a problem. Look at his face. He's loving it. I know he's loving it. <laughs> there won't be a problem here at all. Hang on a second. That goes yeah. in there. This is. 
little bit trickier than I I've thought. I've got my German mouthwash, look at that. I thought that... If <laughs> the old cross the button dissolve. It adds an hour yeah. to each uh, <laughs> shot, doesn't it? Like 30 minutes old. later. Let's <laughs> try to start to take it away. And Fantastic. That's, and so that's that, how that risk so it's came infinite. out. So that means it's going to keep on going forever, isn't it? That's what infinite means, Ian. Don't need to explain it. Have you heard that? Half of the audience at home. Ah, yes, I've seen this. I've seen this. If they fall into the right position, they generally yeah. make love. Yeah. They generally make love when they fall in the right position. They generally make love. <laughs> gently. Go, we, we're, going, gently. we're going back and watching that bit again, right? Because they generally make love. Why would I say that? When, 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 uh, when uh, I love his answer at the end of it, but when you say, when you mention this like version of the game, he just goes. Yes, I've seen this. <laughs> but listen to what he says at the end of it. It's so good. And Fantastic. That's, and that's so that, how that risk so it's came out. So that means it's going to oh. keep on going forever and ever. Yeah. Should just loop that now. It's <laughs> called Sex Tris. Have you heard that? It was it was naked men and women. Ah, yes, down. I've seen. Have this, you seen uh, that? I've seen this. And if version, they fall yes. into the right position, they. Yeah, make love. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I don't think it adds too much. No. To, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Your version was slightly better, I've got to say. Why is it so addictive? It's the most simple game. Why is it so addictive? <laughs> I I've heard uh, many many explanations of the of this phenomena. And a friend of mine who who is a psychologist, he said me that. It is something we should notice about the Tetris. What you see on the screen when bright. you play. Mm. This is just a picture of your mistakes. All your destination, all your results are some way in this number and mm. score. But but what cries from the screen is your mistakes and you wanna fix it right away. Yeah. That's great. It's mm. great. I love that interview. The 1990s saw great technical leaps in gaming. I was not actually on that screen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually shoot behind a world mesh fence, though? <laughs> Put that up. It's the shopping trolley. I'm just breaking it down. <laughs> Video game systems before. Sony and the all-conquering PlayStation. Oh, okay. We kind of just... PlayStation, PlayStation. console that made... This was the games. first bit I filmed. They're installed really? in nightclubs across the UK. And games and like I White had Heart no idea how to do it. Because <laughs> that's when we went to see the guy Apex that made um, but more Tomb Raider. Importantly, it introduced the world to its first real female video game superstar, Lara Croft. First bit that we filmed, like, like maybe Bristol? Toby Guard, that's it. Just, it just shows you how deviant uh, teenage boys were when they played this game and was like, I can't, come on! And it's like, no, no. He was really nice. I don't quite remember what the story was, but he, I think he got shafted by the company and he left. And then he showed me, he showed me a game he was working on, so this will be the next big thing called Galleon. And I don't think it ever came out. Oh, no, it did. It, out. Came, it, wasn't it came out on Xbox, so, but it was not great. Yeah. Uh, it, it was in development for years and years. By the 1990s, games had become too complex. But yeah, he wasn't working for. He, yeah, at that point, he'd already left. Team of graphic artists, programmers, and musicians to create. Oh, I remember seeing that for the first time. It is mad. It is mad how this game sort of broke the pop culture 
scene, mm. right? Because she was on Lara Croft. The character was on Pepsi cans and stuff. And like yeah. FHM and yeah. all. Yeah. Was, How yeah. mad they're still making movies of her. I went to um, the last Tomb Raider launch because they were going to give me an Xbox. And I went, yeah, all right, whatever. And they had, I always feel sorry for those poor actresses that, that are dressed, have to dress up as Lara Croft mm. at those yeah. events and pose for photos and stuff. And um, But it is... The first time I saw that was at was at a show somewhere, and it was just like the first level, and it was incredible. Just going, what? How is this even possible? Yeah, nuts. Mm. But what what's weird about it is that it's quite hard and really slow and complicated, and yeah. yet this broke the mainstream in the mm. way it did. It's it's um yeah. The first yeah. one had terrible um, saves as well, didn't it? This, yeah. oh, how did you save in that crystal save crystals yeah. that's it and they were they were a big old distance apart i remember that yeah because yeah. also because there was a documentary i saw about this recently where they it was oh, kim justice like went through the oh, yeah, okay <laughs> so a fortunate bit of pausing there yeah how, <laughs> on, James, all of the like the, the, all of the like the developers of this, they got tired of just churning out sequels like for it, like repeatedly, like one after the other. And right. uh, yeah, they all wanted to leave. They'd had enough <laughs> by the time. But Idols just kept on forcing them to mm. make new ones. And then in, I think it was at the end of the third one, they killed her, and they were like, "We're done. We don't need to do any more." Did they really? Yeah, they, they yeah. Lara Croft dies in like one of them. Oh, and they I were, did like, not yeah. know that. I, mean, I was going to play was... that tomorrow. So thanks, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cheers for that. Boiled. I assume it turned well, out it was just like ah, she didn't actually die. No, because then then what they did was then they tried to do the Chronicles thing instead, where they were like, uh, look, it's a prequel because they were like story. contractually obliged to do another one, and it was <laughs> <laughs> just didn't want to. To <laughs> in Lara Croft, Toby created as big a sex symbol as anything Hollywood oh. has to offer. I mean, it is ridiculous, isn't it? She exudes yeah. a certain kind of blank desirability. The reason why she's so attractive is that she looks like no woman in particular. The Lara phenomenon shows how video games have matured along with the people who play them. People like me, who as kids played Pac-Man or Manic Miner, are now in their 20s and 30s and still playing games. We've grown up and so have the games we play. Plot lines and characters have developed to emotionally involve the player. Graphics are becoming picture perfect, increasingly adult themes are being incorporated, and even your girlfriend isn't averse to spending an evening in with you and Lara Croft. If you look at the case with cinema for 30 Just a different time back then. Yeah. Time. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not that guy anymore. She was just sensationalist and pornographic. Um, and eventually people realise, well, there are artistic things you can do with cinema that you can't do with any other forms. And I think the same is true with video games. Oh, Jet Set Radio. So good. What video a game. Video games come a long way since Steve Russell's desire to fill MIT okay. coffee breaks with something just a little bit more interesting than crosswords. Video games will sort of convert... <laughs> I mean, we'll be so we spent all day with Toby Gard and two minutes, less than two minutes. Funny from the environment. Look, that looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's also not real, right? Yeah. yeah. And maybe for the first time in two thousand years, we can all look forward to life in a better place with absolute confidence. Well, that's me. Oh, yeah, yeah. you know where that was? That was at the Millennium Dome. Was where it? you had a thing where you could get put in, you could get scanned and put in the sim. So that's the Millennium Dome, yeah. And I'm wearing the T-shirt. Look, amazing. Oh yes, they are. That was brilliant. Well, I think uh, a round of applause there for that. That was uh, absolutely. Absolutely, Leo Martin. Can I just see the rest of the credits? I guess maybe it's just James right. Bobin coming up now. A lot of these are talkback people. Oh, James Bobin. James Bobin. <laughs> get slapped. There we go, talk back. 
There we go, 2000. Isn't that, isn't that something? Amazing. Oh, they let us mess with the card at the end as well. That's very, that's very kind. <laughs> so how did you kind. find that then, Ian, watching back? <laughs> uh, do you know what? It's it's exorcised a few demons. I hate watching really? myself back. Yeah, it, it, it was... It was less pompous and less prickish than i was expecting to be <laughs> yeah, i don't it's, think it's none of that uh, yeah i, I don't, I, don't I, I mean i think i'm very wooden and very stilted there i do think what a wasted opportunity i met all these people why didn't i get why didn't i get photos you didn't have cameras on your phone i didn't take a camera yeah. you know what yeah. but, but i'm pr- i'm proud of that one that's a, that's a good you, one you say right. you say that but you do have a video of you beating shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> <laughs> that's it at his that's own it. game that's that not a bad memento to take away from that is can it? i ask and be honest right please be honest don't think i'm going to be upset or offended because it is what it is was is that is, is that interesting to you is that i found some bits of it quite dry and a little bit you know some bits of it were quite dry was that interesting to you yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's still fascinating. It, 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 well, because I think, as you mentioned on earlier on in tonight's stream, you get to hear more from these people. Whereas in today's documentaries, it would have been like thirty seconds. It would have moved on to something else. And the fact yeah. you actually got access to someone like you know uh, Miyamoto and some of the other people you talked to was uh, mm. yeah, it was, it was fantastic to see. Mm. I think particularly at the time, there were so few things that were like well put together like that. Yeah, you know, that um, that yeah, treated totally. things with respect. It was, there was yeah, it was like it's not. You know, Go on, Dave, sorry. It wasn't that long ago, and it was, oh, my God, video games are on the telly. Like, mm. the actual mm. telly. What the hell? You know, and, you know, back then, it, it wasn't, it, you just didn't see it. And if you did, it was a kid's game show where they got celebrities to play, like, games against each other or whatever. That so was the thing. We wanted it, yeah, we wanted it to be, like, a proper respectful documentary with a little bit of a wink to camera. But, we yeah, we didn't, we definitely didn't want it to be Games Master or, or, or any of that. Kind of stuff, mm. and I think that's what a lot of the Japanese, in particular, were worried about. It was going to be a games master kind of, not that specifically, but that kind of, you know, messing around vibe. And we had to really convince them. Oh no, no, no! This is a serious film, and but we crammed a lot into forty-eight minutes. Mm. Uh, really I think there is a slightly longer version, but not not massively. Um, uh, uh, but we, we we crammed a lot of people in there, and and you know, now I would like, I'd have like you know, an hour with with the the space invaders and the pac-man guy and then you know but it is what it is no that's good i'm I'm pleased that the most striking thing for me is that i mean even now and certainly then any sort of video games telly there was a weird sort of insecurity about it but Mm. you know it's like we always joke about you know they always start with like oh this is how much money games make now as if to say like oh like, like it's going straight in with like we think we think you think this is stupid but here's why we think it's important whereas this we're legitimizing this doesn't do that it's just like it, i don't know it's just very matter of fact in, in comparison like it's it just goes straight in knowing that you are probably interested because it's an interesting subject and doesn't need to justify itself you know ballerina uh, ballerina toshinden in the chat says make thumb candy too and find out if ed logs hives have cleared up <laughs> <laughs> great idea it's that's a great pitch to channel four yeah they don't do twos anymore do they they've always got subtitles my baby that should be that thumb candy Edlogs hives. <laughs> 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 Chod is saying it did start off with those sales figures and stuff. I must have. 
<laughs> I must have missed that. We were talking over that bit. If, if anyone's got any questions in the chat, then do it now. We don't want to keep him for too long, but we'll um, yeah, we'll answer a few. Oh, I'm probably going right. to um, get some food and then play some um, SSX Tricky on my GameCube. That's that's my, <laughs> my evening. A lot. Dange? I was, uh, I mean, uh, I don't... It's just see if we get any questions before we start wrapping up. Here we go. Ian, did, did this like directly like lead into Thumb Bandits? Like, you know, with a Yeah. I'm so this then kind of linked me with computer games a bit. Um and I a friend of a friend was friends with um Alex Kratoski, who was doing bits, which of course I love. Bits was bits was great, you know, who who wouldn't enjoy bits? And so I ended up at like um, oh, I ended up at one of these bars where they had retro games and Alex was there and it was kind of, we were put, I was, it wasn't like a romantic thing, but we were kind of put together because we'd both been on the telly and we both liked video games. And I remember we hung out and I really liked her, but I was a bit, I wasn't, I was really nervous and I left and then I went back into the bar and I said, oh, by the way, oh, um, uh, can we be friends? You know, like an idiot would. <laughs> and she went, oh yeah, no, no, we're definitely friends. And then she got in touch with me a bit later on saying the producer of Bits would be keen on doing a series with you. We think Bits is going to come to an end and it would be a really straight, it would be straighter and it'd be more like that. So I met up with these people. They came up with the title Thumb Bandits, which I hated and James Bobin was really angry about. And we were promised it was going to be a really serious computer game series, be none of the speeded up footage that they'd done in Bits. And we were going to get Matt Smith on as a games reviewer. And it wasn't. I, I, I think Thumb Bandits is an absolute crock and, and it was not the program that we were told it was going to be. Mm. And we got in really big trouble once because we slagged off a game that was shit. Oh, I, um, <laughs> I can't remember what game it was, but I slagged off a game that loads of people liked. It's one where you... Oh, you, oh, oh. Was it... Um, no, it wasn't Ico. Was it Ico? No, I loved Ico. It was oh, a game God, where you could slow that. down time and shoot people, which oh, was Max quite Juice, was it? Uh? Max, Max, Max Payne. Payne. No, it wasn't Max Payne. I remember okay. you. No, it but might I have been Max you Payne. doing that on Rise. It was Rez. Rez. Uh, okay. uh, I don't. I think it was Max Payne that I slagged off on Thumb. Because I, I, I think anyway, we slagged off a game, and so all the games companies said, "Well, we're not going to give you advanced copies anymore unless you say nice things about us." Mm. And me and Alex went, "We're not going to say nice things about games if they're not good." And the producer said. You have to, and it got really, really tense. And the crunch point was a really shit wrestling game. And Alex refused to do it. And I said, right, I'll do it. And I'll say like kind of bland things that could be interpreted as nice things. But this game is a crock of shit and I want you to know it. <laughs> um, so that's how Thumb Bandits happened. And it was not a very happy experience and it was not a very good show. But I did on the last episode of it, I took some cocaine and we interviewed um, Slipknot and I got one of Slipknot to sign my ass. That was all worked out in the end. What a way to go out. <laughs> it is such a shame though, because when you watch something like that, and it has, in my opinion, all right, bar, bar a few jokes here and there, it has stood the test of time. You watch that and it's still yeah. really enjoyable to watch. It's such a shame that it wasn't built on, you know, mm. as, as you say, yeah. you went on to the TV series and this was not great. It was, yeah. um, it, and it's a shame. I loved I, it when I was a kid. I'll tell you that. I know, I know you, you're not a fan of um, Fun Bandits, but I loved it when I was a people kid. People say nice things about it, yeah, and I and I that. respect that, and I appreciate that, and I would never say you're wrong. That you know, I've had a lot of people say nice things about it. I don't get it, and I've certainly not watched those back. 
Um, and I would I would not really want to see any of those again. But some good things. I'm, I still know Alex and, um, you know, uh, her show on Radio 4 is great. And every now and then we'll message each other. And um, I don't know. It was what it was. I got to, I, anyway, it was what it was. It was all right. Are there any any, any questions in the chat, Matt, that we can pick uh, up? On? What, what, Ian, what's your favorite console that's not a PS5? Dreamcast. Love a Dreamcast. It's a <laughs> not great a console. Fan of Dreamcast. <laughs> Who's not? You. Not like yeah, that. David's an idiot. Me, no, I can't stand um, Why? He's, he's an idiot. Well, it's rubbish, why. isn't it? What what do they have in it? What do you mean? What they have Jet Set Radio. Okay. Uh, they had Shenmue. Shenmue. Right. Um, you, you want me to carry on? Fantasy Star <laughs> yeah, Online. Trick style. Fantasy, <laughs> yeah. Fantasy yeah, we, we've been, we've been Crazy Taxi. I mean, <laughs> Crazy Taxi. Yeah. yeah. They had a load yeah. of good get power stone. Oh, power stone. Well, we've spoken about it in the past, but I genuinely think that I was just so burnt by the Sega Saturn that I can't <laughs> accept that the Dreamcast was a That's good awful. console. I can't That's get how over dare it. you? I mean, the Saturn's mm. decent console. It got bad. Yeah, I liked the Saturn. Yeah, I loved yes. the Saturn. Sega Rally Virtual Cop. Like, I loved all that stuff, but none of my mates at school did. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and there's the reason you don't yeah. like the Dreamcast the because you were unpopular at school. That's right. That's it. Katie uh, Melua liked the Dreamcast. Oh, for um, Francis York Morgan in the chat uh, is asking, would a show like this be possible today, like going from the beginning to the present in the same format, but just bringing it to it, They've done today? it, haven't they? Didn't Charlie Brooker do something? People kept telling me about this thing that Charlie Brooker yeah, had done. Yeah, he did done. Game Wipe, didn't he? Um, but that yeah. was yeah, that was kind of different, wasn't it? That was um, more of it. Charlie Brooker's got his own style, and I really like Charlie Brooker, but um, uh, yeah, he's got his own style there that was doesn't a... have... Sorry, I'm... it's got that it's got that look at the industry, you know, rather than what what your uh, what Fun Candy did, which was very much sort of a celebration of it and any excitement. And uh, yeah, um, Game Wipe was a little bit more uh, not to turn your nose up, but you know what his style is. It's yeah, it was a series, wasn't there? A series on Netflix. I don't like watching things like that. Yes, yeah, uh, I, I think I did it first. Yeah, people in the chat saying there was the, the Netflix one. I've not, I've still not right. watched no, it. No, I didn't I watch that either. And Dave, you were a fan, weren't you, I think? Yeah, I, I, I watched some of it. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Harry Harry really likes it as well. So, yeah. Um, uh, got this a bit bored. This isn't a question, parts. but Alex Hempton on UK, Ian, one of my favourite things you did was a video podcast when Lost was on. No questions, oh. but I want to say thanks for that. Loved it. I'm, can I just say, I'm, I'm just starting season three of The Leftovers, which is the, the show that Lost thought it was, but wasn't. I'm loving the leftovers, <laughs> but but uh, lost lost uh, lost was was uh, great. I I I'm I'm going to rewatch Lost and maybe do that online at some point because um yeah I love I love Lost. Yeah, I love the lost. ending was not so great, but I love. Uh, Kenny Loggins, Ian, did you and Matt Smith go for a drink after your interview? No, he rode off on a bike. Did he? That was and his we, bike. I think it was his bike, <laughs> and we were all a bit sad. We were like, we were really, are you going to be okay? Because he was not. He was very confused. Mm. Are you going to be okay, man? Do you want? It? Do you need it? We can get your car. Do you need a lift anywhere? No, no, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I seem to remember him. We were stood in the street, and he rode off, and we all just sort of waved, <laughs> and he went. So no, I didn't Did go. Did you have no contact with him afterwards? No, no. Oh man. Um, and again, you should have said, "Here's my number, Matt." You know, stay. Oh, didn't. No. more, Matt? Um, you should go chat to Grant Kirkhop and the old Rare Boys. They're up in Twycross. Yeah, just just get another, just get another, just do another documentary. Ian. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> you're gonna pay me how? Pay me how? Okay, well we'll um we'll wrap it up there. I was meant to, 
um, say this at the start of the show, and I'm extremely embarrassed that I didn't, but um, uh, how can people find what you're doing now? Because you know how much of a fan of the stuff that you're doing now, TLNA on, um, what was Patreon? Well, yes, thank you very much indeed. I, I, I can see a lot of names that I recognise in here, and uh, so if you want to come and we we do like a free bit of a show on Twitch, and it's Twitch.tv/tlna, and then we because because I'm desperate to like pay my mortgage and feed my kids, we're on Patreon. Me and my friend Catherine Boyle, we do a show, uh, podcast, and all that stuff. Patreon.com/slash/ian and Catherine, I-A-I-N and Catherine with a K. There we go. And uh, someone's just put the link in the chat. Thank you yeah, very much, Scientologist. And here's what, I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to ask from our listeners and the people that follow us on Twitch at the moment. Definitely go and watch when one of the live free bits is on um, Twitch. Go and watch, but also call in. I want some oh, of our listeners to call in. in. <laughs> call in the nice. Be nice. <laughs> Don't have to be nice in. either. Don't be, don't be one of the white supremacists we've had recently. We yeah, I'm sorry. It. I wanted to call in. <laughs> we won't be streaming the free bit on YouTube on a Friday night again. That's all I'm going to say. But I love you. This is why we're doing this. I love you for. I, I, I've kind of listened to you like ages ago, and then stopped and stopped and stopped. And it recently, maybe the last couple of months, I've just got into you, and I'm excited because I'm I'm kind of listening as they come out. But then I've got the whole back catalogue to dive into, and I think you lot are brilliant and um well done and keep keep doing more of that and the the david turner's daily fucking hell <laughs> i was i was in pieces in that i was in absolute tears it was so beautiful the indignation the rightful indignation and fury of being betrayed like that it, i was it was wonderful i think you're brilliant so keep it all up oh, thank you thank you thank very thank you. much and i and i mean it and you know we're doing all this stuff but we i, I wouldn't be doing podcasting if it wasn't for you genuinely so thank you so much for coming on tonight and yeah, thank, thank you so much um, it's been fantastic to watch this do I leave, yeah, really thank you guys do i leave now and then watch the stream and watch you slag me off is that how <laughs> no, no we're gonna <laughs> shut how you down. Um, thanks to everyone for watching live and um if you listen to the podcast at the moment then as i said it's well worth going onto youtube and uh checking the video version of this show out uh because it's a lot of fun um, we'll catch you next week for next week's podcast, except for James, who's taking the week off. Lazy. Good for you. Don't, you don't want burnout. You don't want burnout, James. Well done. You enjoy your time off. I hope everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, everyone. Thanks for watching. See you right. later. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.